Hey there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again. Born to watch. Origin stories seem to be a dime a dozen nowadays, so much so that it's become a trope in itself. I was never a huge comic book guy. Damo, were you? Nope. Gal? No. All I really knew about Iron Man or any other Avenger, except for the Hulk, was the dodgy 60s cartoon. I could never envision what was about to happen. On the 14th of April 2008, in the Greater Union Theatres in George Street, Sydney, Iron Man was released to the world. In Sydney? In Sydney. It would start what would be called Phase 1 of the MCU. In 2008, this meant nothing. But it was where it all started for Marvel, who would dominate the box office for a decade. Culminating in the monstrous Avengers Endgame in 2018. Culmination. Culmination. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark would be the centrepiece of the greatest multi-character franchise of all time. 22 movies, including Spider-Man Homecoming, in 11 years, and it all started here. With a roll of the dice on a washed-up drug addict and a first-time blockbuster director, and boy, did they win big. Now let's meet my fellow Avengers. Avengers! <laughs> Assemble. G-Man. How are you? Avengers after Iron Yeah, it Man? was, but we're using that. Right, using yeah. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm suited up and ready for action. Yeah, I've I love the glove. glove I love the glove. glove. I'm ready to go. Let's dissect this movie. Is that uh, production quality? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah this, okay. is, this is actually offset, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's uh, excellent, excellent. Damo, how are you, bud? Oh, I'm very good. That you, the glove is amazing, yes. Are you refreshed after a week off? A week off, I listened to your, your Goodwill Hunting. Um, must say, extremely disappointed. You got a whole movie with Ben Affleck in it, Hollywood's greatest <laughs> side dick actor. Not one mention of it. Look, we we can't roll it out every time, we've, like we've, he does. We've covered his side dick. Well, not enough. <laughs> no, I, there's, there's a lot to cover. I, I think you've got quite an affinity for the Affleck side dick. Well, I'm going to tell you that when I the day that I get to do film school for F-Wits, it's going to be on the best side dicks in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it should be uh, an illustrious group. Oh, yeah, Kevin is. Bacon. The line <laughs> is long but distinguished. Yeah. Sure is. Well, so is my side dick. <laughs> okay, movie is 15 years old. Going to set the over and unders here at 15. Going to start with you, G-Man. Where do you sit on this one? <laughs> I'm pretty close to 15. I'm at three. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Including the rewatch. Okay. That should tell you where I sit with uh, the Marvel universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah. And did you see this at the movies? No, I did not. Okay. No, I, I didn't see it at the movies. Uh, I caught it. Um, I don't think I even saw it when it first came out. I think I caught it a couple of years later. Okay. Um, and a couple of rewatches with the kids, of course, who are obsessed by it. Yeah, okay. Well, they're smart. Damo? Yeah, well, I smashed Gal because I'm on four. Okay. Whoa. Yep. Wow. Hang on a minute. Hold the horses here. This could here. be your most watched movie. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> but it's the first time that he has not finished last yeah. in the group. Yeah, I know. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. That's good. Well, four, six, yeah. that's 24, mate. It is, yeah. That's a lot. It is, it's heaps. That's heaps. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm over, but not a heap over. Like, this obviously came out, we're at the video shop. Yes. So, it was a good renter. I'd say I'd be 22... So not huge for me. Uh, some of them would have been in the video shop. I've got a very interesting story about Iron Man. Okay. I saw this at the cinema. Yep. I saw this at uh, Warrywood Cinemas. Mm -hmm. And I and 
as I said, I wasn't a comic guy. Didn't have a whole heap of knowledge about Iron Man, to be honest. Didn't only knew the ca- the the cartoon. Yep. And you know, to be honest, the cartoon's not that great. It was brilliant back when I was a kid watching it. Yeah, for sure. And but to be honest, the the song is great, but the Captain yeah. America song is better. Oh, right. Captain America song's great. When Captain America throws that mighty shield. <laughs> uh, so, but, so I've gone, I am on my own. I must have gone two or three weeks after the opening of this movie. I've gone on my own to Warrywood Cinemas. And it was in uh, one of the smaller cinemas. It was uh, on, as soon as you came up the stairs, the first one on your right. Yep. So it was one of the smaller cinemas. Went and bought a... Is that a relevant... It is, uh, it is. <laughs> So yeah. I went and bought a large Coke and a <laughs> choc top mm. and proceeded into the cinema. Wow. This is, the plot's thickening. It is. Yeah. incredible. I was the only person in the cinema. Oh. There was not another soul in there. I didn't know what to expect. I'd heard that it was pretty good, but obviously have no relationship with Iron Man. From the first minute, because it gets you with ACDC, oh, yeah. you're going, this is not like a protagonist I've seen before. Yep. He's cheeky. Yep. He's He's... Arrogant, he's the kind of guy I'm like, I'm in it, I'm in from minute one. It's got me. Obviously, then when he blows up, I'm like, shit, I'm really in. Can't leave. I know this is a long story. Yeah, he's looking at his watch. Can't leave. <laughs> Sitting there watching, watching, watching. Now, my bladder control, which uh-huh. is exemplary nowadays, having having done the Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. having done Avatar twice, mm-hmm. uh, did Dead Reckoning and did Oppenheimer without doing a wee. Wow. Back then in 2008, it was, the, I was, it was a young bladder, not as well trained. Yep. So it got to towards about three quarters of the movie where you sort of can't leave the cinema. You cannot leave the cinema for one minute in the last third of this movie. Too much happens. And I'm like, I can't leave. And I am busting for a piss. Oh, hang on. I, I hope this isn't going So the way I think it's going to go. I finished my coat. Exactly the way I've and I and I just go. and it's like I just sort of look down and it's in the cup holder there and I go yeah and then I look around then I start scanning the corners for cameras yeah and I like I can't leave the movie so I snuck to the end of the row back row where I was into the corner knelt down peed in my cup wow that- but but never took my eyes off the screen look that's amazing and you never never your- whole wang in the cup. Yeah. So there was no spillage. That's right. Took a leak in the cup, put the lid back on. Nice. Put it a couple seats down. Watch the movie. Finish the movie. Yeah. I did pick the cup up and took it to the bin. The bin? Yeah, just put it in the bin. The, the, <laughs> the, the garbage bin. Excellent yeah. for someone to pick up. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. Yeah. <laughs> look, it's not a highlight. I don't think it. I reckon you'd be in like the top, you know. Two, or I mean, people, two, there would be two or three people in the world that may have done that. Well, there you go. Look, it's nice to be top of the tree, but in honesty, have you never thought of it? No. You see, I reckon you could have said, when I watched it, I was in the cinema and I pissed in a cup. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> that could have been the story. Yeah, but you wouldn't yeah, have Yeah, but you've got to set the scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a storyteller. He is. Yeah. Like, you're, you're the voice of a generation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, song the, bird. I'm a songbird. You're the songbird of a generation. Sorry. I'm the storyteller of a generation. Wow. And then, and then I was a very proud father-son moment. Was we went and saw another movie with Luke. He was busting for a leak. Sword fights in the co- got into pee. In, got into pee in the cup. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we move on. A little insight into the what goes on behind the scenes of Born to Watch. Jeez. Now it is time for the trailer. No one's allowed to talk. Is that it? You can't talk. No, you intimidate them. Good God, you're a woman. (laughs) 
Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? I humbly present the Jericho. To peace. Tony Stark. Now you work for me. What are you building, Stark? Are red. Your tears for your long lost boss? Tears of joy. I hate job hunting. Yeah, vacation's over. Welcome home, sir. Put up the scanner, with. What happened over there? I have my eyes open. I want to protect the people. I put in harm's way. A man with a dozen of these can rule all of Asia. Yeah, I can fly. See if this dog can hunt. So the upgrade is complete. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod red in there. Damn. Good luck keeping up. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. Oh, Marvel, they know how to put together a trailer. John Favreau, he's an absolute genius. G-Man, why don't you tell us about Iron Man? All right, with the tagline, heroes aren't born, they're built. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Suit up for action with Robert Downey Jr. in the ultimate adventure movie you've been waiting for. When jet-setting genius industrialist Tony Stark is captured in enemy territory, he builds a high-tech suit of armour to escape. Now, he's on a mission to save the world as a hero who's built, not born, to be unlike any other. It's, Tony Stark, it's hard. genius billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, son of legendary inventor and weapons contractor Howard Stark, He's the cool exec with a heart of steel. <laughs> like how I threw that uh, in there, Oh, steel. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All jets ablaze. Yeah. Very good. That sums it up pretty well. I love that you threw the uh, the last bit in there. You, we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Critical thinking. IMDb has Iron Man rated 7.9 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, there's been 1.1 million reviews. Now, to put that into, into some sort of scope, last week we did... Goodwill Hunting, it had 1 million views. It came out 11 years earlier. So this has had 1.1 million views since yep. 2008. So it's pretty well reviewed. Rotten Tomatoes has this certified fresh 94% on the tomato meter and a 91% audience score. So it's, it's, well, it's well thought of. Yep. We've got a good review here. Jimmy Emerson of RogerEbert.com. Right. Not only is it a good comic book movie, smart and stupid, stirring and silly, Intimate and spectacular. It's winning enough to engage even those who've never cared much for comic books or the movies they spawn, like me. For sure. I agree. Couldn't that, agree more. That's what this movie's job was to do. Yeah. Did it well. Yeah. Did it well. 
Okay, I've got a bad review here from Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian. Despite the convulsively jittery address to the role, Downey is never in the smallest degree engaging in the way director John Favreau appears to think. It's the shittest review it doesn't, I've ever heard. It's, because It's incorrect. Because he's great. Downey Jr. is awesome in it and is engaging. Yeah. Really engaging. Well, he's the centrepiece of yeah. 11 years. Yeah. He's very smooth. He's very smooth in this movie. Oh, he's shut, eh? Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> smooth, smooth operator. operator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gal. Ordinary people. Well, Take let's talk about him, Robert Downey Jr. He made his uh, debut as an actor at the age of five. Wow. In a movie called Pound. Uh, it was a movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it's not, not like the movies you made later on. Yeah. Well, watched. <laughs> yes. Um, but it was written and directed by his father. So that was... Uh, oh, was that, early. What was his name? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing. Robert Downey <laughs> Senior. Wow. Yes. Uh, but look, he had a few early roles, but the, the biggest role he came with was 85, Weird Science. He played Ian in Weird Science. Yeah. Uh, and then he was in Back to School. Derek yeah, he plays 80s. the best mate, yes, the son's yes, best yep. mate. Bit of a weird best mate, yeah. yep. And then into the pickup artist in 87 and also Less Than Zero. Well, Less All Than right. Zero is 100% life imitating art or art imitating yes, life. For him it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, movie, that. Yeah. Air America, 1990. Chaplin in 92. is a BAFTA winner and an Oscar nominee that year. Uh, Natural Born Killers in 94. Yeah. And then, uh, then into US Marshals. He's good oh, in yeah. Natural Born Killers. Before you get to US I Marshals. I remember a minute. He's the, he's the Aussie... Uh, reporter. Oh, is he an Aussie? he's an he plays Aussie, an Aussie yeah. guy. Yeah, he's Kirk, Kirk Lazarus. It's Kirk Lazarus, but he plays uh, the Aussie reporter that's oh. in the jail with uh, that is trying to interview uh, Mallory and Mickey. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Or yeah. uh, Mickey's interviewing. Yeah, but uh, good role in U.S. Marshals. Plays the bad guy. Plays the bad guy. Yeah, yeah really good there. Um, he, he actually he, looks super drugged up in U.S. Yeah. Marshals. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks does. like he is at the height oh, of his... He's right in the middle of it yeah, there. He's right in the thick of it. Uh, he was in Ally McBeal. He did uh, did quite a, a couple of seasons of that, two or oh, three seasons. Okay. He was Emmy nominee in that, uh, playing Larry Paul. He was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in 2005. Right. No, well, this is his comeback. Yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is his comeback with Val Kilmer. And then, obviously, into the Marvel Universe. He's in Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, both in 2008. Tropic Thunder in 2008 as well, mm. where he got another Oscar nom. That hang on. As Kirk yeah. Lazarus. Yeah. Brilliant. That yeah. came out the same year as Iron Man. Yeah. 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 How funny is Tropic Thunder? It's great. All time. Like, seriously. All time. There's some of the great one-liners in that movie. Mate, Tom just, Cruise is unreal yep, in it. Les Grossman. There's some really, really good parts played Mate, throughout just that. just a great yep. film. Jack Black's great. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, Sherlock Holmes as well. So, at this stage, he, he goes straight all the way through into, into the Marvel Universe and the and the Sherlock Holmes uh, John's movies. brother. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then most... Most recently in Oppenheimer, which has just hit the cinemas. Yep. He is, has either of you guys I seen Oppenheimer? I haven't seen it, but I've heard no. he's... Okay, he's, he's, ex- yeah. he's excellent. He should win an Academy Award for it. Right. He's very, very good. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Look, a couple of sliding doors. He was considered for the role of Batman in the 1989 film, which went to Michael Keaton. Wow. Um, okay. Obviously, he went on to play Iron Man later on, but he was also considered for Matthew Broderick's role in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, I can see that. I can see him doing that. Definitely, he, he would. It'd be a little bit different, but he he's got the charisma to pull Definitely, that off. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's a better actor than Matthew Broderick. Yeah, and he was also considered for Edward Scissorhands, which oh went to Johnny Depp. Right. Now that would, I can see him doing that as well. Johnny Depp's really good in that movie, but I can see Very him good. doing that. Have I told you my Edward Scissorhands movie? Uh, my yes. story? Yeah, the one about the um the movie at Video Easy. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I Enough. don't know. Well, the, the, in the old Video Easy and DY used to have a cordoned off section, which was the adult films. All right. And I remember when I was like 14. <laughs> when did 
Scissorhands come out. It's early 90s. Yeah. 91, 92 maybe. So Scissorhands comes out and I was would have been 14 or 15, 16 maybe. Poke my head in past the curtain onto the shelf where the adult films would be. Oh, I know which, I know what movie you're going to okay. find. So the first <laughs> yeah. one I see is The Penetrator with a guy sitting on a Harley fat boy <laughs> as in The Terminator. Yep. The next one. Edward Penis Hands. Yes, it's one of the greats. I think it won an Academy Award. I think it did. <laughs> it might have did. An AVN. Yes. An AVN. <laughs> but uh, he was also, he was almost cast as Ducky in Pretty in Pink. Um, oh, that's John Cryer. That's John, the John Cryer role, yeah. yeah. Um, and also was considered for Tom Cruise's roles in both Legend and Top Gun. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, wow. I can see, look, I, I don't know, once you see... Tom Cruise in Top Gun, it's hard to imagine anyone no, else no other doing that role. Yeah. But Downey Jr. And with it, the shirt off in Legend. Yeah. Running around. <laughs> yeah. He really buffed, the unicorns. He really buffed up for this movie. And they really showed a few scenes where they're like, look, he's done some Yeah, he's, he's um lean. Yeah. yeah. Sinewy. Sinewy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Sinewy. I <Yes>. like that. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Terrence Howard. So he began yeah. his acting career after he was discovered in New York City by a casting director. Um, he had a couple of early roles. He was cast in a role of the Cosby Show, but uh, most of the most of it was cut out. Um, like when he was a kid. Yeah, when he was fifteen, he, I think he kept he falling. He kept falling asleep on set. Jeez, <laughs> oh, with the uh, what was the drug? <laughs> I couldn't wake him up. I don't know. He'd been Cosby'd. Yeah, but uh, yeah, look, he, he he had some TV appearances in shows like Living Singles, NYPD Blue, and Family Matters. But broke into the big screen in Mr. Holland's Opus in '95 oh, yeah, by Louis Ross. Yep. Yeah, Big Mama's House in 2000, Lester Vesco, and then Crash in 2004. Yeah, that, well, that's his a, big bust out. That's the big bust out with Sandra Bullock, Don Cheadle. Mm. He was in Ray as well, played Gossie McGee, one of the band members. Oh, right. Um, and then he was in Hustle and Flow in 2005 yep. with Ludacris. So he got an Oscar nom for that for Best Supporting Actor. That's actually. not a bad movie, though. Yeah. He was in Four Brothers, too. I like that movie. That was with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. And Andre 3000. Um, and most recently, The System with Jeremy Piven and Tyrese Gibson. He's gone. He he sort of went. It's funny since Iron Man, he sort yeah. of fell off the edge of the earth. Like he sort of fell out a bit with. Why why wasn't he back for Iron Man too? Why did Don Cheadle? Well, well, they didn't. They didn't, I don't think he was right into it for right. one. He, look, on the, in the first movie, he was the first cast, and he had top billing, and he was the most paid. He had the highest. Oh pay, wow! Right? And then obviously the movie went blockbuster, and, and Robert Downey Jr. is back. I'm not sure if he asked for more money for the second one. Yeah, but he got replaced by Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, was, well, Don Cheadle's much better actor than him. Yeah, well, apparently they wanted the character of Rhodey to be English, so... Who, who <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. One of the great London accents. It was oh, a... I think it was Londoners. a uh, actor, actor's choice to make it American. Yeah. In, in Iron Man 2. Yeah. Uh, he was also considered for the role of Curtis Taylor in Dreamgirls. That was the Jamie Foxx role. Dreamgirls is an yeah, amazing film. I fucking love Dreamgirls. Yeah. Oh, that was at the video shop. I must have... I reckon my overs and unders on that are... 250. Wow. 250. Jeez. The girls in the video shop loved it. They didn't love it as much by the time it was done because it used to get played ad nauseum. But anyway, hopefully you're listening, uh, old Jess Wood or young Jess Wood. Mm. Yeah, she loved it. Patience made me cry. Patience by Guns N' Roses. Beyonce by Beyonce. Very good. Powerful. Um, All right. Oh, no, listen. Sorry, the song's listen, not patience. (laughs) Okay. Listen. It's a great song. Gaz laughing at me. (laughs) Because <laughs> we went to Patience, Guns N' Roses. No, 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 Beyonce. <laughs> no, it's Listen. Okay. Listen by Beyonce in Dreamgirls. All right. Um, Patience from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, good do, too, oh, though. my God. 
Gaz, Gaz getting the shits at me. It's no, I'm not at all. <laughs> just, I was waiting to see where you were going with it. It's not going anywhere. Uh, Who's uh, next, Gow? All right, let's go. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, legend. Son of Lloyd and brother of Bo Bridges. Yes. Yeah, but how good is Lloyd, though? Lloyd, <laughs> in, in flying high or oh. airplane, one of the greatest... Hilarious. Cameo appearances or you know yep. short appearances wouldn't be a cameo, I guess. No, nah, he, he killed it. He yeah. killed the flying eyes. Oh, yeah. looks like I uh, picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Oh my god! <laughs> just so his good. hair. Yeah, his hair. <laughs> my god! How much did that movie just make you laugh as a kid? Like, oh no, just it, hilarious. Mate, yeah. it's still funny today. Yeah. Lloyd Bridges' faces are just yeah. unbelievably he's, funny. He's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, both those boys. They starred alongside their mum. She was an actress as well in The Company She Keeps in 51, and they were also starred with their dad in here. It was a TV show called Sea Hunt, which is around oh, in sea the Hunt. early... <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he's a pretty good bloke. I don't think he's a Sea Hunt at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny hell. Uh, Gow, did you know that was going to play out that way? No, I did not. <laughs> that was unintentional. Well, I could tell. As a- soon as Gow said it, he looked at my eyes and it registered yeah. straight yeah. away. Yeah, but he read it as SEA. So, but we he's, a, he's a sea hunt. Yeah, yeah he's okay. a sea hunt. Yes. Yeah. It's Mike's brother. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> uh, but look, his, his first coming of age role was the last picture show in 71 oh, um, with Timothy Bottom. Sybil Shepherd was in that as well. Oh, Sybil. Made them all stars. Sybil. Moonlighting. Randy, Randy Sybil. And then uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot in 1974. That's oh a l- such a long time ago. Yep. But it's a good movie. Mate, that's 50 years ago. Is that yeah. a cowboy movie? I can't remember. Uh, it's, a, they're, no. it's a. They're on the road. They're, they're on, on the, the run. The they're oh, in the like country. On motorbikes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, in it's cars. in the cars. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a road movie. I don't yeah. know how I've seen yeah, it. They're criminals. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Tron in 82. Oh, that was good. How good was Tron? And Bruce Boxleitner. Yeah. What was Bruce Boxleitner in? Bring Him Back Alive. It's Frank Buck. But he was in a he was in a show, wasn't he? Bruce? Yeah, yeah, that was it. There was called no, no, Bring no, Back Alive. No, he's also in um there was something the oh, one with Scarecrow, Michael Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Scarecrow and Mrs. King, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. um Sabrina from um Box Lightner. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Right. Box Lightner. Bruce yeah. Box Lightner. Yeah, but yeah, Tron. Hey, that was that was groundbreaking Tron when that oh, came out. Loved that movie. Yeah. I watched that so many times as a yeah. kid. Mm. It was good. Jeez, it was very good. good. Yeah, he was also in Starman in '84 with Karen Allen. Oh, yeah, you've left. I think you've left one out. What? Phil Collins. Take a look at me now. Oh. Against all odds, with Rachel Ward. Oh, he was too. Fucking hell, she's beautiful. She's fifty out of ten. Yeah, mm. and he plays this PI or something, and he goes down to Mexico or South America to on the hunt for her, and falls in love with her. It's so good. It's so bad, but it is so good. The bit on the beach. Oh, really? I, can't, I tell you what, Jeff Bridges in the seventies and early eighties. Good looking man. Seriously fuckable. Yeah, really good looking man. Yeah, like if if we do the lay down with in the cucumber patch. Yeah, and I can go back to the seventies or eighties. I'm taking Jeff Bridges. You're not going to go for Bo Bridges, mate. He was, he was a good looking. He was good looking <laughs> in Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Mate, he's he was great. It, but him and Clint, mate. Him and Clint. Jeff in their Bridges early days. would have been slaying. Yeah, yeah he would have been yeah, hawk for sure. Um, <laughs> Hawk. Hawk the Slayer. Hawk the Slayer. Um, he was in The Fabulous Baker Boys 89. The oh, Fisher yeah. King with yeah. Robin Williams, which came up last yeah. week. The Vanishing with Kiefer Sutherland mm. in 93. It's an interesting movie. Yep. And then obviously The Big Lebowski 98. Oh, The Dude. The Dude. What are your thoughts on The Big Lebowski? Awesome. I know, Gal, you love it. Don't I? Don't know. I don't think I've, I don't think I've finished it. Okay. 
So that movie, you, you watch it once, you, you walk away sort of going, that's odd and, and different and there's a lot of different parts. Yeah, and, and so it, I think I turned it, it off. It sort of grows on you. Right, yeah. Um, it's like mould. Yeah, and mm. then you, you, you think about it and you rewatch it. It's a, it's yeah. a really good movie. Again, he's, he's very good, but it's the secondary characters that make that movie. So it's, it's Steve Buscemi. Oh, it's uh, John Goodman. John Goodman's awesome in it. It's Jesus. What's his name? Um, the guy who plays the... Yeah, I can't think of I forget his name. Yep. Yeah, he's very good as well. It's such a good movie. Coen Brothers. Right. Very funny. The Nihilists. Yeah. Julianne Moore's very good. Yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah. It's fucking great, man. There's heaps of them. It's what a cast. Movie. Like, seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then after that, Seabiscuit. Obviously, Iron Man. He was in Crazy Heart in 2009. You won an Academy oh, Award for Crazy Heart, I yeah. do believe. He did. Best actor. He was in Plays the remake Western. of True Grit. Oh, that's a great movie. And that's got uh, the girl in it. What's her name? The uh, God, we're going to have to cut this. <laughs> Hayley Steinfeld, uh, in, oh. or Steins, yeah, she is incredible. It was her first role. Right. She's gone on to be just massive. And she she's a great a singer sort of as well. Yeah, she sings. She's in the yeah. Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah. She can really sing. Yeah. yeah. And she's also in she's uh, a good sort. Uh, the bloody Haw- Hawkeye. Hawk Slayer. Hawkeye. Well, Hawkeye <laughs> TV show with yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye the Slayer. Hawkeye the Slayer. <laughs> um, and most recently, he's did, he's in a TV show called The Old Man with John Lithgow. That's really good okay. too. Yeah, it's that's really good. I haven't seen yeah, is that, that like a, the odd couple? No, he's a hitman. He plays a hitman. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a bit different to that yeah. then. Yeah. So he he was considered for the role of Harrison Ford's role in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Easy. I can see um, it. Could see it. I can he, see he it. was never offered it, but it was considered for I can it see him dressed they, in the hat. I can see him looking yeah. like a good-looking Morgs in a, in a Cobra hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he turned down Pretty Woman and Ghost in the late 90s. So oh, wow. Interesting, right? Pretty Woman. He could have done that. I could see him doing that when he was looking 100%. Um, Ghost. Uh, no, I can't. Well, you can't see anyone but the Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. With Demi Moore. He's yeah. a bit old. Yeah. yeah he's Is a bit he old a bit for old for that role? Yeah, I think so. Maybe? Yes. I think so. He was considered for Robert De Niro's role in the Taxi Driver as Travis Bickle. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. It's hard to see anyone that Robert De Niro no. after yeah. that, right? No. Be interesting to see how long he was considered for because Scorsese and De Niro. Well, it's hard to know. They, say, they yeah. say they're considered. You don't. Yeah. You don't know what that means. So yeah. Does it come across? And they say, mm, yeah, no, yeah, not maybe right. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Look, him and Nick Nolte, uh, the Nut Tuck himself, were considered. <laughs> <laughs> Has that okay? There's another film school for F-wits. Watchers, watchers. I need we I, we're going to ask for some help here. We don't do it very often because we're obviously super knowledgeable about what we do. Can someone confirm or deny that Nick Nolte had an oversized scrotum that he needed to be tucked, get a little bit of skin fold tuckage? Of course, it's nipped true. in. Of course, it's true because it was just too long. Can we confirm he, this, mate, please? He couldn't do any side dick because the nuts were out. Oh, he couldn't. He was all that's, balls. He was all balls. It was side balls. And that's yeah. that, and there's your proof. Yeah. No side dick, okay. Yeah. Big balls. That's your proof. Big balls. <laughs> old big balls himself. But, uh, yeah, him and, him and Jeff Bridges were considered for He's the roles in Heat that went to Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. She had a great ass. <laughs> Thanks, Al. And he was also considered for Kurt Russell's role in The Thing. Oh, I, I can now, see that. I can see him doing that. Back in 82. And, and yeah. he, uh, Bridges does a good beard. He does a good yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah. Good Luxurious. Beard. Oh, I, like his beard. Beard. I like his beard in Iron oh, Man. Good beard. Yeah. I want you to marry it. Also, Christopher Walken's role in The Deer Hunter. Wow. Oh, wow. God, he's... No, I tell you what, he knocked around. a few well, back. Yeah. Do you know the movie? Well, he's, really, he's really super sexy in his King Kong. 
With uh, Jessica yeah. Lang. Jessica oh, Lang's yeah, looking yeah. really good. Yeah, 77, I think that movie came out. Yeah. yeah. Original King Kong. Um, Not the original, but the first remake. Yeah. The original uh, came out in the 30s. So. Yeah. He was in it. He wasn't Lloyd might have been in it. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd started as Kong. Lloyd was going <laughs> to pass it down the line. <laughs> Kong sniffed glue. Yeah. Uh, look, Gwyneth Paltrow's next. We've talked about Gwyneth Yeah, we only just did her recently, Gwyneth. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. The, the, big, the big thing here is that Rachel McAdams passed up this role. Yeah. Which would have been great. Oh, I think she would have been God. great as Pepper Potts. You know what, though? I've got it in Good, the Bad, the Ugly, and the, the Pepper Tony. Too young. Uh, she's too. I think she is too young. I think we. I think we discussed this when we did. I think she is too. Crashes. I think. I think she is too young to be Pepper Potts in this movie. Compared to Downey Jr., who was like forty-five, yeah. she would have been twenty-eight. You, you can't deny the chemistry of Paltrow and Danny yeah. Jr. here. Really, yeah. I didn't like it that much. I, really? Yeah, I didn't think oh, it was you that good. You didn't like Gwyneth. No, I didn't like their their chemistry. I didn't. I, I don't know. Okay. It didn't really hit me okay. when I rewatched it. Sure. Wasn't, well, wasn't it, happy with it. It was. Um, yeah, I know, but they didn't realise it themselves either. Kind of like that's no. sort of the movie because yeah. they're no, not t- they're not together or anything. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But you could just see there's a hint. There's um, something there. Yeah, it's a bit of a Unre- I, it's unrequited. I, I, this is probably Gwyneth. She looked really good in this show. She looked really good in this movie. Yeah, I. I she looked good with the red hair. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. she looked great. Yeah. One of the few. <laughs> Sorry, Chrissy does listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so let's let's move on from there. Um, do we need to talk any more about Paltrow? I, I think I we don't can think leave so. No, we'll leave Goop alone. Should we talk about oh. John Favreau? Yeah, talk about him. He's he's a legend. Yeah, he is really yeah, absolute legend. Yep. He um he obviously was an actor before he started producing and, and directing a lot of these movies. His his first movie was he was in Rudy, right? Played as D Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone seems to be in Rudy. Yeah. yeah. It was a good stepping stone. Great movie. Great movie. I haven't seen it for so long. Yeah. I haven't watched it for 20 years, yeah. I reckon. Jeez, yeah. it was a good flick. Um, he was in Batman Forever. He played an assistant before he was in Swingers, and that was the movie. Him and Vince Vaughn became mates on the set of uh, of Rudy. And, right. Uh, that's how right, it, okay. And that's how they came They came together and sort of and made that movie, and he was obviously in Swingers, was the, the insecure guy coming out of a love... Problem. Mate, we talked about it last up. week. It yeah, is one of the I've it is one somewhere. of the cringe scenes in the history of cinema. Is when he keeps ringing that bloody woman, that girl. It is so bad. It is. It's actually making me feel a little sick at the moment thinking about it. And Vince Vaughn obviously <laughs> played the cool playboy. Yeah. Um. And that was the sort of roles that I guess defined them as they move forward. The the type of characters they became. Yep. But after that, he was in Friends. He did six episodes of Friends as Pete Becker, the, the billionaire, fighter. the ultimate fighter. That's oh right. Monica's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Hey, uh, I tell you what, Monica saw some dick in Friends. God, she went through a few. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was this pre um, the replacements? Yeah, definitely. Re- replacements replacements is, is two thousand. Yeah, oh, this okay. is the nineties. Yeah, yeah, right. This yep. is ninety seven, ninety eight. So he was in Deep Impact in ninety eight. Gus Partenza. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. I, I'm, Are you, well, so Deep Impact Armageddon. Where do you sit? Both. Yeah. Oh, both. Yeah, I would go probably Deep Impact over Armageddon, but <laughs> both of them are just no thanks. Yeah, yeah. I remember Armageddon because Morgs and I watched it in Canada with our Canadian mm. rugby friends, and they all cheered when Australia was uh, <laughs> got blown up. Was blown up. <laughs> they all cheered and clapped in the cinema. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't fare well in Deep Impact. Gus Partenza didn't end well for him. No. Um, after that, obviously the replacement said he was in Elf in two thousand three, which he also directed. Directed. So, but that he's that character in the replacements. I suppose like in. Um, 
friends. He's kind of like that Tackleberry from Police Academy. Yes, sort of absolutely. Top, sort of, oh, he's that mental case. You're just going to go nuts. And he does that pretty well. Yeah. But he's not a huge guy. He's thick set, but he's not. He lost a lot of weight for this movie. He, yeah. He lost a lot of weight yeah. for this movie. He's not super he tall, but 70 he, pounds. he does look like a bit of a unit, though. Yeah, he's chubby now again. Well, you see him in yeah. Swingers. Yeah, he was he was really skinny he was, when he was young there, and he obviously got a, got a lot larger and then lost a bit of that weight again. Oh, big dog to eat. Yeah. Mm. But uh, look, 2003 was in Something's Got to Give with Jack Nicholson, Diane Keaton, and obviously Iron Man 2008, Couples Retreat 2009. He has a good role in that. I like yeah. that. He's with yeah. Kristen, the Kristen from Bell. No, is she? Is he with Kristen Bell, or is he with uh, the one from Sex and the City? No, he's with the redhead. She's got the redhead. Um, the one from Sex and the City. Anyway, I can't remember. No, Cynthia Nixon. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Obviously, Sloan the Wolf of Nixon. So he's also starred in the Wolf of Wall Street. He's in Chef in 2014. That's a great RDJ movie, Chef. Yeah. Really good Joe. movie. And obviously, Spider-Man, Avengers, Solo, um, and oh. the Mandalorian. Well, he directed and, and created Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, look, Thank he, you. he directed, obviously, the Iron Man movies. He directed Cowboys and Aliens. directed Chef. Oh, yeah. He directed The Jungle Book, The Lion King remake, yeah. uh, and The Mandalorian. Yeah, he's, so a, he's big on the directing. He, and, and he's produced a lot of those, too. He's been a producer in a lot of those movies. So he's massive. He's got his hand in everything. He, yeah. he is big, but you know, if you look at him, he, he doesn't look like a movie star. He's unassuming. Yeah. yeah. I reckon he'd be a good fella. Absolutely. Something about him. I think yeah. he'd be a good bloke. He seems like a real down-to-earth yeah. good bloke. bloke yeah. yeah. Real Danny-to-earth. Yes. Yeah. can take that any way you want, girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The gross for this movie. Domestically, $318 million. Internationally, 266 for a worldwide of $585 million. Mm-hmm. A budget of $186 million. Yeah. That's a big investment. It, it is. is right? It's huge. Considering it's got to double its budget to make any money, really. Yeah. Yes. And, and this was the first movie they financed, I think. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel it was itself. their first standalone, yeah. Yeah. So the opening weekend did $102 million. So they're well on their way. Yeah. Um, but look, for that year, it put it at number eight. Five, 2008 has got some massive movies. Huge movies. We, we've, done t- yeah. we've done we have four done movies. What, yeah. what movies, boys? Tell Dark, me what Dark movies. Knight. Yes. Step Brothers. Yes. Taken. Yes. This one. One more. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, you've got me. Yep. Hang on. No. Oh, I can't, I can't. Rock and Roller. Oh, oh well, there you go. It's a yeah. shit movie. Yeah, that's, that can't, <laughs> that's not, it can't even be in with that list. I've got, got, got the good yeah. ones. Uh, yeah, so look, The Dark Knight obviously took this out. One, just over $1 billion. Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull, $786 million. Kung Fu Panda in at three, Great 631 movie. Hancock at four. Hancock. God, did yeah. that? Hand on. Yeah. And Madagascar, Escape to Africa. That's the second 600 one. Million, yeah. yeah. So that was it. Slumdog Millionaire yep, um, took it. out a yep. lot of things with obviously Best Picture, Best Director for Danny Boyle, uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Score. Yeah. Sean Penn, Best Actor that year for Milk. Milk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Kate Winslet for The Reader. And obviously Heath Ledger got his, got his uh, Best Supporting Actor yep. there. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button received the most nominations with 13. Shit movie. Yeah. And Slumdog Millionaire had 10. Yeah. Wow. Well done, G-Man. For Morgs' sake here, he's been asking a little bit about whether we're getting any lickouts. Oh, you right. Know, some, and we've had a couple. Well, we've had more okay. than a couple, but just uh, one that you'll appreciate, Damo. We'll start with that. So a little while ago that uh, Johnny Bull, who, the, the OG. Awesomeness. 
Yeah, well, you did. You said, oh, I'm sure that he used the word awesomeness. So the other night I was on engaging with our fan base and there was a message that came up on the Goodwill Hunting post that I did about you now playing blah, blah, blah. And I go, oh, and yeah, it's, from, it's from William Bull, who is John Bull's son, William. Oh, right. And he's, it was one word. Awesomeness. <laughs> I love it. It's a family Runs trait. in the family. Well yeah, done, nice William. Keep, keep listening, buddy. We love that we're uh, tapping into the youth. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell them not to let their parents listen to you listening to it, but obviously you get the thumbs up from from your dad and, and from your mum. Yep. So we love the bulls. Nice work. And awesome. that's Awesomeness. And that's no bull. Uh, I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. second one. It's from a good fan. One of the OGs, one of our mates, he's been on the podcast, Sloan Nixon. Right. Dan. Yeah. Reckons there's way too much action in Mission Impossible Fallout and then says he loves Con Air. Yeah, true. What a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, Sloan's on the money maybe there. Yeah. You knew when it started with Dan that it wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to be good. Yeah. He singled him yeah. out. Nice nice work, Sloan. He's, I like that. glad the people are seeing Daniel for who he is. He's the sniper, Sloan. He's, he's picked the person he, out. He does. He, he does snipe. He snipes yeah. on Gao. He's, he's got a new nickname for Gao. Gao's called the Agreer Guy. <laughs> so he just agrees with what everyone says, he reckons. I don't think so. <laughs> Sloan thinks Sloan's, your nickname's the Agreer Guy. So anyway, now that you know that, you probably won't. But thank you, Sloan. You do pick on everyone on the podcast. You don't yeah, just thank you. We'd like all to be picked on, please. Please, yeah. I get plenty of pick ons. Don't worry. It's usually just from within. Yeah, I don't agree with what he said. <laughs> <laughs> See there, Sloan, hey, in your face. <laughs> Funny. Okay, two thousand and eight hit sleeper or dud. We have done this year We've before, this, but it yeah. is a massive year. And because we only do one movie for each thing, there's usually plenty of movies to go around. Mm, yeah, I've gone deep in this one. Okay. So my 2008 hit, I don't think we've spoken about it, The Wrestler. Oh, right, yeah. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke, Marissa Tomei, directed by Darren Aronofsky. A faded professional wrestler must retire but finds his quest for a new life outside the ring a dispiriting struggle. Now, this is, it has to be based on Jake the Snake's life. Has oh, to right. be, right? Because yeah. I've seen a, I've seen a doco on Jake the Snake. Oh, saw, which we is, went to the movies and saw oh, a wrestling that beyond, doco. It, well, that was beyond the mat. That was okay. excellent. It, it yeah. could be it could be a whole heap of those Mate. wrestlers because a lot of them have a very very similar yeah. tail. Yeah, not Chris Benoit. Snake tails? No. Right. Oh no. That, but a lot of them a lot of them have those. Oh, those oh, the rabbit Wolverine no. yeah, killed that, his that, wife. That was no good. Yeah, and killed himself. But it's it is this is a typical Aronofsky joint. Super depressing, quite arty, really powerful, and Mickey Rourke is incredible in the movie. Well worth a watch. Yeah, I agree. Yep. <laughs> get really leaning into it. Uh, Damo, what have you got for hit? Uh, well, I'm not sure if one of us said it last time, but and we've already mentioned it you tonight, is Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yep. I think you said it last time. No, I said The Dark Knight. Ah, right, you did. So, and I went, has to be Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is amazing. Uh, we, we'll be covered on this podcast. Mm. Danny McBride. Oh, how good is he? Uh, yeah. Mate, if he's not one of the funniest five people on planet Earth, yeah, he is incredible, but the movie is, is just so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. It's just hilarious. Yeah, I caught From some of it the other way. Ben, yeah, ben Stiller as well. Oh man, yeah, like just, everyone freak, in it. Everyone, everyone in old it. saggy nuts, Nolte yeah. as four leaf tayback. <laughs> you know the way he talks and everything. Mate, and, he's, the whole thing's just and, and the peck, uh, Matt McConaughey, like yeah. everything. About Tivo, yes. <laughs> gotta get my Tivo. <laughs> so funny. What about who's the guy that's um, Les Grossman's offsider? He's offside. Oh yeah, uh, no, he's also the guy in. He's in Barry. 
He's in the series. Oh, Bill Hader. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome as the guy in the background. Bill Hader's a legend. He's the agreeer. Everything Bill Hader's a legend. Yep. Okay, G-Man, who you got? I've got a hit for, and I agree with you guys' nose, but um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that one. There you go. There you go. Um, I've got a hit, Gran Torino. Yeah, it's a great oh, movie. Great yeah. flick. Loved it. Had, really, really good story. Clearly, it's one of his best. Yeah, I've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. Gare has talked about it. Yeah. Um, the kids try to steal his car, and he, he gets on side oh, the Mongs. The Mongs. Yep. Um, the Mongolian kids. Yeah. Uh, just a and just a great That's ending. They're to from that movie. they're Mongolian, the Huangs. Well, I think it's northern China, sort of Mongolia. Okay. It's the Huang region. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Clint Eastwood's amazing. He is very, very good movie. Okay, my sleeper. I've gone outside the box here. I've gone for a horror. Yep, The Strangers. Oh yes, starring Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman, one yeah. of the best names in Hollywood. A young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants wearing masks. Yes. It is legitimately frightening. Yeah. It is a really, really good horror movie. If you've not seen it, maybe don't watch it if you don't like horror movies. But if you're up for something, get the adrenaline going. On a Saturday night, pull the pull the shades closed so that you can't see the people Scary. in masks standing outside you and get the shit scared out of you. <laughs> it's very good. Right. Damo, sleeper. Well, my sleeper, I just want to um, oh, touch on my sleeper, my homework, yep. my sleeper from two or maybe three weeks ago, yeah. was the uh, the Velocipasta. Mm. So it's the priest that inherits the power to turn into a Velociraptor <laughs> and he fights baddies. Now, I did chuckle at this because when I when I sourced it for you, yeah. the movie goes for like 80 minutes. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, it actually goes for 70. It's, it's an long. hour 10. I'd oh, say it's just the runtime is a bit long. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit long. and 70 minutes? Yes. They really delve into that storyline. You know, in the opening credits, they actually list the gaffer. So I think you're going to know that th- this is the sort of comedy they're kind of going for. Um, but the, there's no CGI. Damn the CGI. Let's just pull out a Barney the Dinosaur costume and get him, and just sort of dirty him up a little bit and watch him kick some butt. But I love it. The, um, you know, the, 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 the prostitute who sort of helps him to guide him, um, she works for a pimp called uh, Frankie Mermaid, and he's called Mermaid because he's swimming in bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but he, it's... It's uh, Frankie uh, Mermaid. It, yeah, the Mermaid. Yeah, Frankie. It's Frankie Mermaid or Frankie the Mermaid, and and um, but it's it, Merman. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I tell you, the, he's um, it's awful. It's probably a one out of ten. Really? I'd give it a point five on the Born to Watch. Yeah, wow. But you know, and I guarantee you, there's not going to be a one degree of the Velocipasta in any movie we ever. Do you do. know there's a, there's a sequel? Well, I did th- look that up, but I couldn't see that it's actually been made. Ah, okay, right. I Must think it's just in pre, 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 pre production. Just it's like one of Morgs' scripts. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's all up here. Yeah, but anyway, it's being so, worked on. Yeah. So my 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 sleeper is a kids movie, and this is one that went ballistic in our video shop. It's CJ Seven. It's a Chinese movie. It's in Mandarin. It's this little cute little alien thing, and I tell you what, my kids loved it. All of them had CJ Seven dolls. It rented so well. You can put, take the um, you can either watch it in subtitles. Or you can put the English dubbing on it just from the DVD or whatever. But it was ah, fan freaking tastic. Yeah. I remember. Movie. I remember the artwork. I'm not seeing the tell movie. Tell you what, it is. An I remember all, the artwork. Kids movies, a hundred percent winner with the kids is watching it this. Subtitled. It, it is subtitled. Right. Or but you can watch it in the dub, the English dub. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but it, it is a phenomenal kids' movie. Every kid loves it that used to watch it. And, and I used to say, people go, it's Mandarin. They go, take it home, watch your kids. Now, every single one, 100% would come back and say, that movie is fantastic. Okay. The kids love it. Good one. Yep. There's a bit of homework for everyone, all the watchers. CJ7. Yep. If you've got kids, they'll love it. Okay. G-Man, what you got? My sleeper for this time is going to be one we've already covered. It's Step Brothers. Oh, God, G-Man. It is just a quality movie. Talk about kids in a movie. Yeah. Two 40-year-olds acting They're like kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Just so many one-liners. It's hilarious. Every time you watch it, you can you still find yourself laughing out loud. <laughs> Love it. I just thinking about so, it. But yeah. again, it's it's so great. But it's the it's the secondary characters. It's Catherine Hahn. It's Adam Scott. Yeah, you know it's yeah it's fucking hilarious. But, I, but I think I did say it was the fir- the best first twenty four minutes yeah. of any yeah. comedy movie. But it, it is it is hilarious, and the two of them are just are so good together. Yeah. In fact, even watching the bloopers, is oh the bloopers are amazing because yep. they the just just go off script. The two yeah, of them. Nah, it's yep, freaking hilarious. And some side ball. Yeah, there's a ball. Yeah. yeah. We're going to play Moby Dick for real. Yeah. yeah. It might on make my film school for F-Wits. Yeah. Nut, nuts on the drums. Yeah. yeah. I can rub my nutsack <laughs> on your drum kit. Uh, okay. 2008 Dud. The Happening. Mark Wahlberg, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yes. Science teacher, his wife, and a young girl struggle to survive a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide. This movie is a travesty. Do not watch it. It might make you commit suicide. Right. It is so bad. One to miss. It is horrific. <laughs> Do not watch it. Shit house. Move on. Right, Demo yeah. dud. Well, I uh, had a big, big look, but like I did the other week, when I like to find something a little bit sort of different. And being 2008, there was a massive superhero year. Yeah. I found another superhero movie. Now, I haven't seen it. I'm just going on the fact that this is a dud just by reading about it. But the movie is called The Adventures of Food Boy. Right? Now, this is for real. A teenage boy is surprised to discover he has the superpower of making food appear in his hands. Wow. Holy any, shit. Any you know? food? Yeah. Well, look, don't go into details. That's his superpower. I it's like incredible. It. It's a good power. It, like what a what a movie. What did he weigh? No, it just appeared in his hands. He was just the, he was just food. He was called Food Boy. The Adventures of Food Boy. The Mate, Adventures have, of Food Boy. We might have yeah. some more homework for you this week. I know. Though. How does that sound? So mm. we've got Velocipasta. We've got CJ Seven. Yeah, well, CJ Seven is good. And the Adventures of Food, the Adventures Boy. Of food Boy. Superhero. Okay, yeah. d- okay, G Man, take it away, Dad. Oh, I've got my Dad for the year is Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> do we do we need to say anything else? <laughs> Yeah, you always. I like it. it. All your duds are just mic drops. <laughs> They're just yeah. absolute mic drops. Is it a dud? It's a dud. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's it's Felix and her dud. Yeah, Drew Barrymore, George Lopez, <laughs> Andy Garcia. But uh, is, is it? Hang on, is Andy Ga- Mister Straight Nose? Yeah. <laughs> hang on, Damo just got a bit of blood <laughs> to the side. Well, maybe maybe it's not a dud. <laughs> no, it's a dud. Yeah. Gear. Well done. Any any dog that gets dognapped in Mexico? Yeah, we um. Yeah, no, it's you not can steer clear of. Yep. Okay, well done. Question time. Are superheroes that are just men cooler than the others? Right, so Iron Man, he's just a man. And Batman is just a man. Yeah, but, but they are superheroes. They Batman, are superheroes. Batman was like the world's greatest detective. detective. His uh, skills with... Um, you know, technology... Well, Tony Stark, you oh, could well, argue, is the world's greatest engineer. 
Absolutely. And um, his uh, ability to improvise and resourcefulness. Tony Stark, yeah, billionaire, but he, he made a smart. suit in a cave. Absolutely. He, he just made things happen. Yep. He did. He did. He got palladium out of somewhere and yeah. got it out happening. Of, out, of some, uh, out of his missiles. Some, yep, out some of missiles. And, uh, yeah. yeah. No, he, yeah, he, he is a superhero. I agree. He's a superhero for sure. Yeah. You think they're cooler than the guys with powers? Like... I think these guys are better because they they use their brains. They've got to think more. more. Yeah, yeah, they've got to think more. I agree. The greatest superhero ever is Space Ghost. Oh, he was awesome! <laughs> what he a show! Was unreal! Yeah. What a show! He had the things on the yeah. arms. Yeah. What, the a yeah. what a show! What a show! That or G Force. You know, G Force another cracking show. Seven Zark Seven. Do you yeah. remember? Oh, yeah, but do you remember Ben Boyd? Yes. Yeah, Boydie. Yeah, yeah. We used to call him Space Ghost. <laughs> well, that's because you could see through him. <laughs> we, 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 he looks like an oxalotl. Well, he, he even like when in like early nineties we all got moringa bags like green. And everyone got, I got, you know, Gilesy on mine. He had Space Ghost on his. <laughs> nice, good nickname. For you. I know. I say to the kids in my footy team all the time. I call it like, if you get a nickname, I go, it's when you don't have a nickname you need to be concerned. Yeah, because yes. then people don't give one ounce of a shit about you. Well, yeah. that's true. Do you remember um, that we had this English guy that came and played with us? Remember Luke? I can't remember his yes. surname, but he said, "I want to have a nickname. I want a nickname." And I think Barbara or someone said, "Okay, you want a nickname? It's dog shit." <laughs> And then from then on, everyone just called him dog, dog shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good nickname. No, that's not. My, yep, yeah. it's dog that's shit. That's it. If, you, if you're going to come asking for a no, nickname, you, you you've got you're to be given. That's uh, givens, right. uh, nicknames are earned. Yep. But the thing is, the more you, the more you say you don't want it, the, 100%. the harder it's for sure. Stick, for uh, sure. Unless, unless you're George Costanza and you want to be T Bone. <laughs> oh, one of the and great then, nicknames. <laughs> you know, call me T Bone. Yeah. And then the other bloke was eating a T Bone. Oh, let's call him T Bone. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like the Rossitron on Friends. Oh, yeah. oh, it never came back. <laughs> the Rossitron. Yes. And it shouldn't. Okay, so Tony decides that Stark Enterprises is going to stop manufacturing weapons. He then builds a weapon of mass destruction for himself. <sighs> Ironic or narcissistic? No, because he has learnt the most full-on lesson. He was amongst it and he saw what can happen and he's, he's going to try and... So he's going to end it. Yeah, and then again, yeah. So he's given himself a lot of bloody power, isn't he? Yeah. You're right. It is. It's, it's a it weapon is, of mass destruction. Yeah, it is, yeah. But he has realised that all these people that aren't supposed to have his weapons, yeah, he, his whole point of making all the weapons right. was... He's, he's been humbled you know, massively. His, his story of like, you know, you should never fire, well, you should fire at once so everyone knows how bad it is yeah. and then no yeah. one will do it again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then he realises they're all going into the wrong hands. Yeah. Little does he know that he's been... Yes. Funny. He's been, or been betrayed by, you know, his dad's best mate. Which he should have known because that's the script of all these movies. So um, he <laughs> but, should have known but, that. But his contracts with the American government, he thinks, yeah, this is great. Yeah. But little does he realise that, yeah, his weapons are everywhere. But, yeah, he was... But once he finishes it, he's, then he thinks, well, I've got to, I've got to somehow combat this. That's right. So yeah. he goes to making a He can suit. only trust himself yeah. to wield the power. That's right. Yeah, he's going to make amends. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the arc is, reac- is that, though, is that a little bit narcissistic to think that you can be the only one that wields the power? 100%. Yes. But it, that, I think that's part of his trait all the way through the... the the Marvel Universe. He's a narcissist. Yeah, it's always is. about him. It he's is. the smartest. Yeah. He's the you know he's the best. Only yeah. he can do it. Which is why at the end he's the one that has to yep. do the glove. Oh, he's a bit mm. of a dick at the start of the movie to most people that he comes in contact with. Is he's he very a bit? Oh, I, thought bit he was arrogant. I thought he was funny, funny man. He's funny, but in yeah. that Humvee yeah. where he goes, "Is it cool? Yeah, it's cool." Yeah, I think he's real. I think he's funny. Yeah. Okay, so the arc reactor works. The big arc reactor. The big one. The big one. Why aren't they concentrating on that as a source of clean energy rather than weapons? Well, well there's no money in that, mate. You want to? It's a business, mate. They're not running a bloody, you know. Didn't they? They talked about him and Obadiah, and they said, "Oh, like we built that for show, because it was just yeah, something, to, f- something to show people. Look what we're working on in yeah. the background." Yeah, while yeah, we're, I while get we're that. Making. But it's kind of the pilot. 
you but know. you know, obviously, if he they concentrated on that, he made the arc reactor a mini arc reactor in a cave. Yes, yes. Now nah, I know. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, okay. Final one. Did they make the best Marvel movie first up? For me, without a doubt, yes. Okay. G-Man, you're not I, a big Marvel guy, but... I'm not a big Marvel guy. I, look, they've gotten much bigger as time's gone on, but uh, but this is a good start. I'd, I'd say that. I mean, it's not it's not the greatest movie of all time, but it's a good start yeah. right? Like yeah. to, for that whole franchise. Yeah, I think so. This is a top five, probably top seven Marvel movie for me. Okay. It's, I think there are better movies. Yep. It's, it's the best origin story. Yep. It's the, by far because Captain America is so-so. It's, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Thor is heinous. Yeah. All the Thor movies, the two Thor movies are terrible. Except Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, Ragnarok's not bad. Ragnarok's right up there. Love and me. Thunder's horrendous. Yeah, it's shit house. Uh, Black Panther's good. Yeah. Black Panther's good. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't like them. I, I, think, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a better movie than this. Okay. Yeah. The oh. first one. Yeah, the okay. first Guardians. I yep. quite like the characters in Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. It's a, there's a yeah. good interaction. I agree. I think there's some great. funny funny characters in there. But as a as a stepping stone and a start-off point, this is incredible. Yep. Okay, it's time for the categories. Ooh. The good, the bad... We'll start with you, G. What do you got for good, mate? My good. Well, one first thing was Tony Stark's sunnies at the start of the movie. Those purpley red. Yeah. Anyone see those? The big oversized ones. Yeah. Love them. Think they're He's great. Killed it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Smashing it with those. Thought they were awesome. He's got good sunnies um, all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wasn't sure about his brown poo suit that he wore with the he tie. Can, he yeah. can do it. He can do pulled it. it, do it he pulled it off. He pulled it off. Sure, but anyway, I love the opening sequence. As he said, he's a bit of a he's a bit cool. He's a bit of a smart ass, but he's he's very confident. Yeah, he yeah. knows what's going on. Um, and then all hell breaks loose. The thing I love about that, I've got that in mind, is the fear. Yeah, you can see he's all cool. There's a lot at stake, and then he's shitting himself. Yeah. Well, yep. especially when he gets out and people's heads start getting blown Yeah, off. he is legitimately panicking. Yeah. Well, the so pe- he's all cool until shit goes down, and he's like. I'm not really that cool. He's the three soldiers that we actually really got to like. Just yeah. then that. Yeah. They're all dead. I didn't realise you were a woman. They're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But they're all dead. You know, yeah, it's like, are. oh my God, they're dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, there was high stakes. The fun view was. wasn't so funny. Fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit funny that they did stop and get out. Like, I mean, if you think if the one got blown up in front of them, they'd be taking off. They they're not be. allowed. It's it's 100% against the rules of engagement. Yes. No, that's to what stop I mean. when they get, they're supposed to just go. But what would, what yeah. would you do if you if a if a bomb blew up beside a car beside you and then you hear shots fired? Are you going to get out of the car? Fuck no. no, of course not. So Fuck that was no. a bit that was a bit but, funny. I know they're going to set up the scene, but yeah. um, but unless they were about to fire a bloody missile and you're sitting yeah. in it, you want to yeah. get out of it. Yeah. yeah. The other bit I liked was um, when the guy ran up in the cave and shot him, and the bullet ricocheted off the oh, suit. Oh, you shot him in the head. Point blank range. Yeah, I know. He just ran right up. Did a U turn. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that suit. He built that suit really well, but you take some shots. But I wouldn't have wanted. I would have put my hand over my eyes when I was walking out. There's some right. big eye holes yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, he did have a, a bit of a F1 racing suit underneath yeah. it, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. anyway, that's my good. Okay, Damo, what you got? Yeah, like definitely that opening scene, that opening dialogue. Yeah, I was laughing. Everything was funny about the twelve girls, about the girl. Oh my God, you're a woman. About the guy, don't put on your MySpace. No gang signs. Everything about that, I was laughing. I was my hooked. Head off. That hooked yeah. me. Minute one of the movie. Yep. 
the, uh, that was brilliant. And then the cave, that whole cave scene. Yeah, I've got it, the cave scene. It's incredible. It's 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 a brilliant. Like it really shows how he's come about and developed this and th- the necessity. Yeah. His improvisation, his resourcefulness. He yeah. had to do it. He had a bloody uh, car battery stuck to his heart, and it kind of, you know, it all made sense. Yeah. So I, I loved all that. And then the testing in the garage. Yeah. The testing was brilliant. So this is the first two thirds of the movie. Yeah. It's cave. Testing, that's the stuff I really loved, those first two thirds. And then I, I suppose right at the end too when the Black Sabbath song came on when he, he said, I am Iron Man and the Black oh, Sabbath mate. just kicked yeah. in. It was like, oh, shit, that's good. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good. Yeah. And there you go. Okay, you. I've got a lot of the same as yours, but I'm going to start with world building. Okay, so it, it's, and just watching it this time, in hindsight, it's obvious they had a master plan. Yes. Okay. Because they there's Coulson, Agent Coulson. Yes. And they talk about Shield. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna have to get a better name <laughs> for that. Funny. Right. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. That, that they also have a nod to War Machine. They have a nod to the Ten Rings, yeah, which is do. the Mandarin. They have all these things that they're like, we've got a grand plan here that actually plays out all the way through. Well, there's a, there's a catalogue of comics that goes for decades. for sure for sure. Yeah. But the fact that they like they could have just made it one story, but they've put all these little things in that if it works, we'll be able yeah. to be able to use yep. it right. Now, I've talked about the fear, uh, the cave breakout. I love the cave breakout, him just smashing them. Yep. yep. Like, he's only got flamethrowers, so he's just beating them to death. <laughs> yes. And fuck, he smashes them. No, he does. I love, I love the bit where he's still in the room, and then he's killed a few other guys, and yeah. then the head guy comes up and shoves his two mates, goes, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> like, he shoves them first, <laughs> and then yeah, creeps up towards the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good. But yeah, he comes out, when he comes out and just starts spraying spraying the fire, that was awesome. Yeah. No, that's it's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah, yeah. With the flamethrowers, uh, as I said, I mentioned I love Pepper and Tony. I think they're back and forth. Now a lot of that is because uh, Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. ad libbed a lot of his lines because there wasn't a set script when this movie started. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he ad libbed a lot. So Gwyneth Paltrow didn't quite know what to do, <laughs> which is obvious because she does seem a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But there's a lot of lines that she does. Well, she didn't know what to say to yeah. something because she didn't know what he's going to say. So yeah. then she's trying to think on the tough. spot. Well, how do I react to that? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's great if you're Robert Downey Jr. or you're Will Ferrell or you're someone yes. like that. Yeah. Maybe not so good for someone that's yeah, you know, not an ad libber. No, exactly right. Uh, I've got testing as well. Uh, the first test flight when he goes up the the driveway and out, and then I love kill power and he falls through the, the oh, roof yeah, yeah, and lands yeah. on the car. I thought that was unreal. The first attack when he goes to the oh into and, and where that village was yeah, Coal Gear or whatever yeah. it's called and. And he and he shoots the tank and then walks away. Yeah, with the and explosion. Just, and this little yeah. missile's like tink. Yeah. And then it's like boom and, and he's walking away. With the with the Iron Man motif yeah. playing. Yeah, it's unreal. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously this movie introduced us to what now has become famous as the credit scene. And it's a really cool mm, credit scene yeah. with Samuel L. Jackson Nick going, Cave. I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. Uh it's very, very good. Yes. So that's what I've got. I yeah. love the movie. I think it's a great movie. Actually, I just want to add into that that doctor and that relationship with um, that was that's where Robert Downey Jr. really got humbled seeing this man who helped him live. Yes, and he and he watched him die and just really gave it. Um, as I said, just it, it raised the stakes, made it all human, and really had a big impact on Tony Stark. Yeah, what was his name? Jensen. 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 Yeah. He said, remember he said to him, he said, "Oh, you know, you got your family." He says, "No, I." Tony Stark says, "No, I don't have any family." And then he says, "Yeah, I'm going to see them soon." Yeah. So and he knew they're already dead. He, so he, he, he yeah. knew he wasn't coming out of 100%. there. Hundred yeah. percent. And that's where you go. Wow, that's yeah. so well written. Yeah. Yeah, very very good. You're yep. a man who has everything and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. 
He's, that's what Yinsen says to Yeah, that's right, he does, yeah. And he was everything and nothing because he has no family. And then he was, he, when he was dying, he's like, yep, I'm going to go see my family. Uh, Tony didn't know plan. that. No, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. We all thought but he we was going to go that, yeah. see his family yeah. too. My family's dead. Now it worked out, oh, you're going to die yeah. and see your family. Yeah, he knew. He knew. I've got to buy some time. Yeah. Okay, G-Man, take it away for bad. Look, hitting on a couple of things you did, he's a billionaire with the world's biggest house. But then he has to do all his testing in the garage next to his prized cars. Doesn't he yeah. have a separate testing area? Because well, he tinkers. He tinkers on the cars as well. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's no, a bloody good yeah. garage. He's a, a multi with all these cars. Yeah, I know like a, second, a second section, do you think, yeah. for his testing? He could probably afford a second section. He would have had a different area to do all of this stuff with yeah. all this you know, technology that he has. Yeah. The other one was um, <laughs> great great scene when he comes out and, and just like cleans house at the start out of the caves and then takes off into the air. He's not surviving that crash. Mate, I've no, got God, that here. I've got way. that here. He's yeah. not surviving that. He hits the ground. And the other part of that is... It's in sand. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Soft. But he lands into the hill and then it's he leaves all that stuff he's developed and they don't pick it up and say, hey, let, let's take some of this. I've got to take this with me because well, I've developed this suit. Well, he can't because he's walking across the desert. No, the choppers were there. The choppers landed. No, oh, miles after though, he's yeah, walking he off. He's with his shirt over he's his head. Walking oh, sorry, right, right. He's walking for ages. He's walked for ages. They go and pick up the shit. No, ship. that's true. Fair enough. Yeah, they yeah. go and pick up the Because I'm thinking, why would he leave that? Yeah. The other one was when he, when he, uh, when he's working on the flight stabilizers, and Pepper comes down and she she <laughs> leaves him the the package you know with the heart thing in it. Yeah. Yep. We find out later, yep. and and obviously a cup of coffee, and then he takes off, does the flight stabilizers, goes upstairs, talks to people, flies outside, does all of that, comes back later, and then walks up, and then the cup of coffee sitting there with steam still coming off it. Did you notice Ooh, that? Oh, G-Man. I was going, <laughs> is that a fresh cup of coffee she's Ooh. left there on the same thing? Wow. Yeah, it stood out to me. Really nitpicking Ever here. hot coffee. Well, really I just guy. saw it because I saw the steam and I was like, what? Hang he's on. Got, he's got magic sense. cups. I didn't notice yeah. that. Magic cups. Wow, that's a keen eye. Yeah. But yeah, look, I thought, uh, let's. we know it's a superhero movie, so I get it that. But he went from smashing, which I thought was quite funny when he first took off. He goes, let's go 10, 10 whatever it was. Yeah. And smashed himself into the wall in his yeah. garage. Mm. But then he just takes off and flies through the night and then goes, let's take it as high as I can until I run it. He like, was ballsy. That was that was a, yeah. a suicide. A little mission. bridge too far, mate. Yeah. I've got you something know. similar but different on that. I also want to know how when he t- when he takes up um, Obadiah at the end and then he ices over. Yes. He <laughs> survives that because yes. he's like, bet you didn't check the icing and then he plummets, but he somehow they we never sort of showed out. They never showed out of that. We don't know. It was yeah, magic. That was magic. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just movie magic. Um, anyway, yes, that'll do for me. Okay. Damo, what do you got? Uh, well, I just... The, why did the bad guys who were actually in cahoots with Obadiah want him to build a Jericho if... They were in cahoots with Obadiah. He Sell him the Jericho. Because in the end, they had him. No, he Didn't was su- he was supposed to kill. They were supposed to kill him. Because I, I was doing were. the same thing. We were talking about this last night. They were supposed to kill him straight up, and then they didn't realize that was Tony Stark. They were supposed to kill. And they said, so then they said, "Well, you've got to you've got to pay us more." But he could have just said, "You give us a bloody Jericho." Could have, yeah. Um, instead of him trying to make one out of parts. Yeah, yeah. But but then they were armed to the shitters. Yeah, afterwards. they had so much bloody stuff. Yeah. Um, the 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 trope of the villa villain having the same powers as the hero, but uses it for evil at the end. It's like, oh, here we go again. And how evil did he become? <laughs> like, it was it was just greedy. Yeah, all he, he, all he was was greedy. He went from greedy to being yeah, to a being maniac. a really really bad yeah, person that's yeah. trying to kill people and yeah. throwing throwing cars full oh, of that's, people. That's at that's my ugly. Like yeah. my ugly is, Obadiah becomes a very bad man very quickly. Yeah, yeah he, like it's there's no. And I'm getting ahead of the, of the thing here, but there's no... He, I think he announces himself that he's bad too early. 
who do you think? Who do you think did yeah. this? Who do you think did this with the board of directors? That was me. Yeah, he doesn't need to say that. He, he's no, not going to telling That's him all that stuff. Yeah, and giving just, him a heads up. Mm. The other thing was when he remade the original suit. Geez, he made it a lot bigger. Yeah, way bigger. Way bigger. He was able to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's obviously a talented. Uh, well, he didn't make himself. it. He's got he's got a thousand people working on it. Yeah, but but the, the other thing with too, yeah, he he didn't do any testing like Tony did. Okay, he was. So, instant. are you done with bad? Um, yep. Okay, so I've got here. Obadiah is pretty handy in the suit for his first day. Yeah, that's right. No yeah. testing. First, he's, he is like a he's a black belt fifth dan. He's gal at Kramer Community Center, mm. right? He's <laughs> he's Kramer against the kids. He's kicking ass in the first minute. Yep. Right. Like he's been at it his whole day. Yep. It's it's. Yeah, I, I, that was hard to take. I was yeah. like, again, it's the first time I've I've felt that way because I'm looking at things to be nitpicky yeah, about. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of leaps. He shouldn't have There's been a lot there. of leaps in this movie, which it is a superhero movie. There's a lot yeah. of leaps. Also, so Tony's first suit in the cave. Fuck that, steel's bulletproof. He yeah. gets shot six thousand times. Yeah, and all he's doing is building from steel that he's got in the cave. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I look. Yeah, maybe there's that. Uh, maybe. And how does he get an infection in that cave? He's guy, the guy's given him open heart surgery. And how doesn't he die from the fucking blast one metre away? He's got like four pieces of fucking shrapnel that he's taken out. Oh, yeah, I know. Do you know he, what I mean? Like, yeah. at least make it... He did run be, away slightly. No, but he's like three metres away from the bomb. Have, it looked like he had a vest on underneath his shirt and a, and a bit got through. It looked like he had a, like Maybe. some sort of bulletproof vest Maybe on. Maybe he did. Because he took his shirt off and then the blood started coming through. But I thought, I thought he had a vest on. Oh, but, do you know the other but, thing? The nose tube. How long oh, is that? that was oh, fucking yeah. nose tube. It was like tube. drenching a horse. I was like, oh my God. It was in about 30 centimetres. Mate, that was deep. Yeah. That was like, I think it might have been a catheter. <laughs> it went <laughs> all the way down to his bladder. <laughs> and, you know, this is what you do. If the you old don't Afghani have, nose catheter. Yeah, if you don't have a uh, uh, an empty uh, Coke next to you, go the catheter through the nose down mm. into your ball sack. Yeah, no, it was. You don't need the Coke, <laughs> the coke cup in the movie. Multitasking. Yeah. Multitasking. <laughs> Well, we're on bad. This was my ugly, but it's it sort of flows into this. Well, let's go ugly. So, when they're having the fight scene at the end, and and he takes Obadiah way up, you know, way to, up. to ice yes. him, yep. right? And Obadiah's got a hold of his leg. Yep. And they're, and they're fighting the street before that. When they come back down, and, and Tony's helmet comes off, Obadiah just gets it and just crushes it like a coke can. Right? Yeah. Why didn't he crush his? Why head? didn't he just crush him when he had a hold of him? Yeah. Well, like, why didn't he? If he if his suit was that much stronger, his power was that much more. Why didn't he just crush him? Because he just crushed that helmet like it was nothing. Yeah. Yes. I was like, well, then that would have. That suit was doing nothing for Tony then. Yeah. No. So I, know. I, don't, maybe, I didn't understand maybe that. Because there was bit. no head in it. It lost its uh, volume <laughs> yeah. or yeah. its uh, density. Possibly. Possibly. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was funny to me, I thought, because he could have just crushed him. Yeah, he just grabbed him big. and crushed he was him. Uh, Damo, ugly. Look, ugly is, and, it's, and it is real life, like Stark Industries is this uh, military industrial complex yeah. where. The Stark, Stark industry. It's a documentary. They wanted wars for profit. Yeah, for right? sure. So that they inca- they wanted wars, and it's just the same nowadays. With you got your Boeing's and Ravians and Lockheed Martins, they have all these government contracts, um, and you have you know they're in bed with the Polys, and you know you got ex generals are you know consultants for these big companies. You know, and I read a quote where where once weapons were manufactured to white to fight wars. Now wars are manufactured to sell weapons. Yeah, yes, like it's a real thing, and it, it's it's pretty shocking actually. Scary. Yeah, yeah and scary. if you and I just look. Oh no, I don't want to get into anything. But I'm looking at the Ukraine today. They're encouraging that, like just by they love it. You know, the amount of weapons and money is that's exchanging hands is huge. Yeah, 
But it's a real thing. Yeah. You really made it real. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that is my ugly. Yeah, thank you, Damon. Oh, it's just good work. I like that. Uh, yeah, well done. I like that ugly well done. way to bring a downer on the fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, my ugly, of course, was Obadiah. It's a shit name for one. Obadiah Stain. Yeah, come Stain. <laughs> uh, he becomes a very bad man very quickly. He starts just collateral damaging people, and it's just that's it. But that name, I, I I saw this guy said with a name like Obadiah Stain, you'd think he was some lot of Civil War general. Like, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. old that is. Do you know what sounds? his name is when he becomes the big Oh, suit? Warmonger or something like the that? The Ironmonger. Oh, the Ironmonger, Iron yeah. Well, they say, uh, he says that in the movie, we're Ironmongers. Yeah. You know, but Obadiah, yeah, all I can think of is Jedediah. Jedediah yes, Springfield. Yes, Springfield, yeah. yeah. One of the founders. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Zamos. Quick fire. Oh, yes. Quick fire. Now, I've noticed Morg starts with lookalike, so I'll have to do yeah, that. You can now. do that if you now, want. Now, there's a dead set lookalike in here. I hope the heck you blokes have got it. Well, Gow's putting on his glove. I reckon he looks like Tony Stark now. Gow's dead set Tony Stark. Okay, so the look like the F. Murray, F. Murray Abraham, Carl Malden, Skexis from the Dark Crystal Morgues. Lookalikes, Whitey, come on, you know. Who you I'm think I look like John Favreau, right? No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Come on. Gow, like last week, Robin Williams, yes, meat, oh, and meat me. chops. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Who, who's you look like? I don't know. Obadiah Stain. Oh, you think oh. so? Bald, oh my beard. God. Yeah. Against all odds, definitely. 100% you are uh, uh, Obadiah Jeff Bridges. Stain. Jeff Bridges yes. against all odds. Old Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> what I'll do What I'll do is I'll uh, I'll definitely shave my head yeah. and take a photo. Yeah. You are, yeah. like, without a doubt, I was like, the whole time I was watching again, there's our lookalike. Yeah. Tony, well done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That's not a knife. A scene or scenes that have... Passed over into popular culture, gal. Is there anything that's really passed over? Post credit scene. Yeah, the post. Yes. The post credit scene, scene is, scene is itself. pop culture. Yes. Yeah, yep. just that. In well, they've brought it into all their all the yep. movies like yep. that. I am Iron is, Man. Yeah, is probably you could use, but I think the post credit. I don't know scene if I am Iron Man is like in pop culture for everybody. You know, like uh, yeah, in, yep. Okay. What about the what about Tony Stark? Just Tony Stark. That name. It's it's like for sure. But that's been synonymous with that, I mean, since 1966. Right? It has, yeah. yeah. But it's like Tony Stark. When you, if Some people get called Tony Stark. You, you, you kind of know the sort of person yeah, yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. I, I don't know if this movie has passed any of that over into pop culture. So that I'd say the post-credit scene is yeah. probably the biggest thing it's yeah. done. Well, as culture. we had the flux capacitor in mm. uh, Back to mm. the Future, I'd have to say the arc reactor, arc reactor. Yeah. is also quite well known. Yep. Okay, I like it. Now, the Philip Stuckey Award for the biggest douche nozzle. Now, last week, I'm surprised you didn't pick Will Hunting as the Philip Stuckey. I, oh, we did say he was a I, dick. I know you he mean. He had it. demons, mate. He, he was. like had demons. He, he to me, was no, he, a gigantic are you, dick. Are you telling me he's a bigger dick than, than Philip than Stuckey? Clark, than Clark, the Harvard ponytail douchebag? 100%. Mate. No. I, I, I am. I am. I just did. I, I would have called that movie Shithead Will Hunting. <laughs> There's nothing good about him. But he was a dick. <laughs> you just, yeah, I know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just didn't like the guy. Who we got? Who we got in this one? Who have you got? Oh, pretty. Well, I've got Obadiah. Yeah, he's I, really the only he, one that's. I'm really, the bad, the, the head bad guy that gets his Scarface. Oh, gets Scarface. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he's he's just a he's just a guy with a mission. Oh, I mean, he was gonna dick. put he was gonna put the steaming hot thing yeah, in, in, the in, in Jensen's mouth. Yeah, but that's that's talk. just all that's 
standard terrorist ploy. That's page well, and, one eight. And his other little, um, the little chunky, the, the chunky um, sort of yeah, little sergeant, chunky dude. Yeah, he was also a massive dick. And oh, then the one with the fed, beard. He fed him. No, he fed him to the uh, to oh, the yes. village at the end. He's yes. all yours. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did like that. He's all yours. Yeah, because he was a dick, and they made yep. sure that yep. they yeah he copped it. Yeah. Okay. So Jennifer Jason Lee from Backdraft or the cast of Caddyshack thought they were in a different movie. Mm. I've got Terrence Howard here. I just might the okay. performance I don't think he's into it. Yeah. And going and in, in, in the with the benefit of hindsight seeing what Don Cheadle did with the role. I just think that Terence Howard is a bit of an outlier. It's understated, isn't it? I don't really get the relationship between them. Yeah. Like he rings him up on the phone when he's Well, they're supposed to be sort of best mates, mates and he's and sort of his defense yeah. handler, I guess. Yeah. But he's supposed to be a you know, a, a general, I don't know, a I lieutenant just, colonel and then he's taking a mate. call from his mate and sort of, you know, like it was all a bit funny, yeah. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I found I, I did have a Caddyshack reference in it. Do you remember when after they fired that um, missile that blew the shit out of everything? Then Robert Ju- Downey Jr.'s or Tony Stark's Esky came out. Yes, opened up yes. and there's all the yeah. cults. You know what that was? That was Rodney Dangerfield's golf bag. Oh, yeah. was. Caddyshack definitely was. It's the same thing. Yeah, definitely was. And I was like, holy shit! It's our cervix. Yeah, <laughs> that's who he was. Hey, the we're going to get laid. <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's dance. <laughs> So, uh, the Ripley running or the Kim Mills from Taken for poor sporting prowess. Whitey? I don't think there's any. I reckon no. the guards in the cave at the start, they don't, they're not real good. They're not crash yeah, hot, those probably, guards. Yeah, I agree, yeah. There's a lot of patsies in that group. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, they get dished up. They're just yeah. cannon fodder. They are fodder. They? they are just yeah. absolute fodder. Okay. Um so, Robot, Robot Sentries, any additional nothing, scene? Nothing. This did not need any more. No. I don't think it needs I would have more. liked to see the hosties dancing a little bit more. Well, they're in the next one for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay, well, the next one. Uh, now, this is uh, Whitey's Brad Pitt. Now, you've already talked about the cucumber patch and the cucumber. Yep. I've come up. I want to be a bit more. Oh, this will be good. Yeah, a little bit more poetic with my euphemisms, you know. So, I'm going to go. Someone you would like to take to Bob Jane T-Marts for a rim job. <laughs> so, Whitey, who would you like to give I'm a rim having job a, to? Uh, I'm having a mile-high four-way. With the hosties? Yeah. Gow, anyone you'd like to give a rim job to? Well, the hosties are good. Christine Everhart. Oh, yeah. Oh, the hosties shit on her, though. No, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I know, Christine Everhart. Sam Rockwell's wife. Yeah, yeah, she's a good yeah. sort. Okay, yeah, well, I'm going, to, I'm going Christine Everhart as well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Tony well, Stark took her to Bob Jane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> th- tell you what. Mile high four way. Yep. It would be pretty good. You'll be jealous. Yeah, I would be very mm. good. Okay, well, I think that leaves. That's it. That's, that's it. it. For well quick done. Fire. Good yep. quick nice fire there. Good work. Quick. Okay, we're moving into the stats area of the podcast. Listen to this. G Man, take it away. Okay. There's a. There's a a person in this movie we haven't talked about, it's the voice of Jarvis. Oh, yes, yes. Paul Bettany. It's Paul Bettany, yeah. who ends up being Vision mm. down the line in, in Avengers. Well, and, Jarvis and, ends up being... Well, Jarvis is in it too, yes. Vision. Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah. it's sort of like it melds together. Yeah. and Yeah. yeah. But he, he obviously in this movie, quite quite some funny lines in there when he's giving it to Tony. Yeah. Jarvis, you know, is, Jarvis is an excellent character yeah. throughout the whole of the MCU. Um, the Paul Bettany recorded all of his lines of Jarvis in two hours. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's wow. not a hell of a lot of dialogue, but still... That's, what a, that's not bad. And I think for one of the movies, he was actually on holidays with his 50 out of 10 misses, Jennifer Connolly. Yes. Right. And he recorded the lines while he was on holidays. That, yeah. What a great, great job that yeah. would have been. Amazing. But, um, the voiceover, voice work's got to be the golden goose for Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Do you reckon we could get any? 
Yeah, for uh, sure. We'd kill it. What do you reckon? Yeah. We could do heaps I could play bloopers. Smokey the Bear, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Rightio. What do you reckon? Anyway. Yeah, let's um, work on it. Get your resume together. The bear. And so, look, Paul Bettany said with this movie, he didn't know what film he's working on because he did the job as a favour to John Favreau. Okay. And he worked with him on Wimbledon. So he just said, sure, oh, mate, I'll yeah. come in I'll come in and film what you need because obviously they were trying to keep a lot of this under wraps. Yep. Um, you know, I think with the end scene when, you know, I am Iron Man, they told everyone that was doing that this was a dream dream sequence because they didn't want the didn't secret get. getting oh, out. Right. So they had to do it. There's a lot of, you know, right. subterfuge going on. So, yeah, he just he just came in and did that job. Wow. Underutilised word, yeah? What? Subterfuge. Subterfuge, well yeah. yeah. Okay, what about uh, Jeff Bridges was super uncomfortable with how the movie was being filmed because there was no script. He then convinced himself He's a that, professional. Yeah, he was a, he's a professional. Great beard, bald head. Mm. Whitey. Yes. He just realised it was really just a $200 million student film and then he found it was quite easy to work on. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, Jeff, come on, lighten up, mate. Yeah, you know? Mate, against, yeah, mate, you've, it was, you've seen it all. He, just bloody the fact a, that this was a success, he thought, it was against all odds. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, do you know the significance of Burger King with Robert Downey Jr. in his real life? Uh, yeah, no. tell, tell that though. Yeah, it's good. So, so basically... It was once when, when Robert Downey Jr. hit his lowest of lows, he was in Burger King and he thought that it just tasted like shit and he loves it. And it was here and then when it dawned on him that he just actually needs to change his life around. And it was kind of their catalyst to get himself into rehab and everything. And it was from a visit to Burger King. So therefore then here, this is when Tony Stark's life changed around. He made sure he got his Burger King Cheap in as well. Burgers. Now also Burger King have a really strong... Affiliation with the um, the US um, services, and like when you come back from say Iraq, I was reading a, this guy when they land on the tarmac, Burger King had got burgers on the tarmac waiting for them all. What? And they'll go stuff their faces like this guy said, mate, I got about about ten cheeseburgers. No wonder they join. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> playing the long game. Yeah, bit of fur Burger King. So John have John Favreau knew this was the perfect role for Robert Downey Jr. as he thought that Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr.'s lies were almost the same, right? Yeah. That he lived his life in the public eye. He, you know, he'd seen some, seen some down times. He's on the way back. I'll tell you what, I can't imagine anyone else playing Tony Stark. No. Do you know Tom Cruise was attached to this, like, back in the 90s? Okay. Yep. Mate, there was quite a few. There's a lot of people attached to it. Well, no, because it went through a few different directors before yeah. it got to John Favreau and, yeah. and to and to um, that company. But Nick Cage, there was a there was a '96 oh. version with Nick Cage. It never materialized. Obviously, oh, he went yeah. on to be a bit Ghost like Rider. the Superman, yeah. a bit like yeah. the Superman movie from the Flash. Yep. So after right. Tom Tom Cruise had <laughs> yes. the script had a, had that script with Stan Lee, yeah, and it went through different hands. Hugh Jackman turned down the role. Oh, wow. he was already Wolverine. Yeah, he yeah. turned it down. Um, and Clive Owen and Sam Rockwell were also considered. Well, um, Sam Rockwell was um, Justin Hammer. Ju- yeah, Justin Hammer. But do you know who was considered for that role for, of Justin Hammer? Yeah. Al Pacino. What? Oh, yeah. I suppose he, he probably could have. Wow. But Justin Hammer He's is got a awesome. Read <laughs> yeah, Thank you, thank you, Al. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so w- when Pepper Potts is downloading the files yep. in Tony's uh, yep. office, there's a document listed as Lebowski. Oh, oh nice. Is there? Yeah. Uh, and obviously Jeff Bridges is there, so pretty oh, cool. Oh, pretty cool. And also one of the cars in Tony's garage is a Tesla Roadster, which wasn't even released at the time. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. Well, the other car, the car he's tinkering on, is a 1932 Ford Model B, which was John oh, Favreau's. John Favreau's actual car. Is that his, yeah, car? It was his car? Yeah. Whoa! 
Yeah, but he's one. He's one that we'll get to because yeah, thirty-two uh, Ford was what John Milner drove in American Graffiti as well. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Uh, one degree the, of the that. original Iron Iron Man theme track. Yep. Yeah, we'll get to that later yes. on. But um, yes. but the track's actually in the movie. It's in the casino. It's in no. Tony Stark's craps. bedroom. What? When he's playing craps. Yeah. When Tony when when uh, Rhodey comes to him when he's supposed yeah. to be picking the award up. The song is actually playing as Muzak when he's playing Claps. Oh, okay, as Muzak, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. It's in Tony Stark's bedroom when he's in there, and it's also Rhodey's ringtone. Yes, when Rode, when he rings Rhodey when he's in the suit. I did not pick that up at all. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. When Stanley developed Tony Stark, it was based on Ho- Howard Hughes. Right, so yeah, the, well, the, that's... The millionaire yeah, absolutely. lunatic. Yep, genius. Yeah. yeah, millionaire lunatic genius. All right, I reckon that's enough. You got any more, G-Man? No, let's keep going. Yeah, okay, I am Iron Man. Quotables, Damo. Well, uh, that whole first bit in the Humvee, but I suppose the thing that I did like was when um, Pepper said to Tony when she was changing his, uh, when she pulled out the plug basically out of his uh, arc reactor, she thought, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. Just going into cardiac Cardiac arrest. (laughs) Yeah. It's like what? Just yeah. put your hand. In. You don't, don't touch the side. It's like operation. He was so calm. Yeah. He was so calm and everything in that whole scene. But yeah, but yeah, that, that was probably that and the the front in the Humvee. That were the yeah. most funniest parts that I found in the movie. Yeah, it's very good. The, just on that, the, my one was when when she walks in when he's doing the suit and she looks at him and he goes, "Let's face it, this is not the worst <laughs> thing you've got to be doing." Right. Yeah. That is good. I did yeah. enjoy that. That was very funny. Well, actually, and that other thing that kept putting him out, putting the fire extinguisher oh, on yeah, him, he's yeah. like, no, he's, he's no. banter with that thing. <laughs> I'm going to donate you to a uh, college. Or a, <laughs> yeah. uh, I got, what about, uh, again, it's the, so you're a man who has everything and nothing, which is the Yinsen. Mm, Yinsen, yeah. Yeah, which is, which, is quite, uh, which is quite good. I also like the uh, Agent Phil Coulson. Mr. Stark. Yeah. Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement <laughs> and Log- Logistics Division. Phew. God, you really need a new name for that. Yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> and Pepper says, so good in that. Pepper says something very similar. She does, yeah. At the start of yeah, when, she, he, when she yeah. meets him. She says, well, well, the thing was, that Coulson role, originally it was just called Agent, right? Because yeah. it was a smaller yes. role, but because of his interaction. He got a bit of banter going so with it. He's very yeah. good. Just, you know, stone-faced. And he's actually, he's, and later on in Avengers, he's the mm. catalyst. For them yeah. banding together when he gets killed, he gets his, uh, and he uh, and they put the fake Captain America cards in him, yeah. and throw him on the on the on the thing, and it's yeah. like he's the catalyst for them coming together. Yep. Uh, okay. Any others? Oh, I got one. Blonde girl, Tony. Remember me? Sure don't. <laughs> when he's walking into the into the uh, the party, yes, mate. He would have rooted a million yeah. birds. Yeah. He'd yeah. Have Hawk. no idea. Hawk, Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk Stark. <laughs> Okay, uh, do we have a one degree of Kurt Russell here? Oh, we'd have to. I, do. I, I didn't look. I do. Um, you'd have to have Jeff Bridges in well, something. It's the MCU. Well, because he was in Guardians. He's in Guardians too, is he? Going? But is anyone in Guardians two in this? Is Favreau? No, no, no. One, but but he'd have to have done something with um, Jeff Bridges. I would imagine over time. Probably, uh, probably, probably. Do you know what? I did have one. I don't was think he, I don't think he's done anything with Jeff Bridges to be honest. Wow. I did. I did have one, and it was it was a real tangent, and I can't remember what it was. Damn it! Yeah, no, I I, I was relying on you because f- I thought it was an obvious one. Yeah, so just I the MCU, I yeah. just the MCU. Just agree with me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Well, I did, well, there was, there was another one I found. I was going through it, and I found something where it was someone he'd acted with was in this movie, and I can't I can't quite. Well, if we're doing MCU, then we go Ben Mendelsohn, and then we got our one degree of Quigley down under as well. Love there it. you go. Love it. Wow. <laughs> I 
Film School. For Fwits. Nice. In honour of Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback with a bang. Yep. Like Kim Kardashian. Like Kim Kardashian. Boys, what? Yeah, we what are doing it? greatest actor comebacks of all time. Now, we can't go away from Robert Downey Jr., who was drug addicted in the 90s, went to jail. His life was just a shit show. And he, from out of nowhere, after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, John Favreau says, well, it's time for you to star in a, in a blockbuster and just changes the world as we know it from a cinema perspective. Yep. Very, very closely, and just recently, Brendan Fraser. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, went into oblivion. Yeah, after the mummy Absolute or oblivion yeah. after the mummies. But he was in George of the Jungle, but yeah. Blast of the Past, in See No yeah, Man. he was huge, He yeah. was massive. 90s. He was the it guy for during yeah. the 90s yep. and just disappeared. Obviously won the Academy Award for Best Actor for The Whale, mm. uh, Darren Aronofsky's uh, movie last year. Put on a fat suit. was very, very good. It's a very depressing film. Don't want to see it. Now, we couldn't, and we're going to keep going with last year's 2023 Academy Awards. Oh, you're Awards. talking gals, mate? We're going rounders. Yeah. Kiki Kwan. Rounders. Obviously, everyone knows him really only as short either round. short round or from uh, Data in the Goonies. Yep. And then shows up in everywhere, uh, everything everywhere all at once, wins the Academy Award, best supporting actor. Well, mate, he was, I mean, he was big when he was young, and then he, he lost a couple of... Lost a couple of kumites in a row, and then yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens. You know, I'm sorry, it's mate. Sometimes it's hard to bounce back. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yep. would have lost a lot of confidence. Someone yep. swept the leg. Yeah, yep. Lost a Danny Larusso. He just didn't have the roundhouse kick he thought Bloody he did. Hell. Yeah. Well, well, William Zad- Zabka sweeping the leg. He he could be classed as a comeback too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. He, I think he came on a few backs. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, that Karate Kid. You definitely. Know. Well, we'll get. We're actually doing the Karate Kid soonish. Right. On, uh, Born to watch. Give me some Okay, here's a TV one. Mayim Bialik, better yep. known as Blossom. Yep. Oh, and that's oh, all she was known as. Yeah. As Blossom. Yep. And then, ironically, she took a 12 year break from acting, went and studied neuroscience, and was then cast into The Big Bang Theory as Amy Farrah Fowler, as a neuroscientist who ends up marrying Sheldon. Well, you, more, I've watched zero episodes. Mate, of I'm the telling Big Bang you. Theory. So yeah. let me. But I know if she's the girl with the glasses. Glasses, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah bit dumpy. But yeah, there's a lot of there'd be a lot of child actors though. I mean, that's for she sure. Was a child actor that that came back. But or she had twelve years out. Back. Yeah, like she was gone. Mm. She fell off the earth after Blossom. Ricky Schroeder, Silver Spoons, <laughs> into NYPD Blue. <laughs> Shit, yeah. But have you? So you've not watched any Big Bang? Never. It's very good. I, no, 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 Damo. Uh, no, it's I, very good. I, I really just don't. I don't think it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, Megan was the same. I watched it. I, when I went to Japan in 2010, I had a DVD just in my bag for some reason. And it was the first season of Big Bang Theory. And we ended up started to watch it. And I was like, this is pretty funny. Never watched it ever. Then I reckon during, I think during COVID, yeah. I watched all of it. Right. I was like, this is really, really funny. Then I rewatched it with Isabel. Now it is a constant. In my Whoa. house. Megan was like, don't think it's funny. I go, start from the start. It's yeah. a constant in my house. All I hear every fucking morning <laughs> in my house is, hey, Google, play the Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. And then it's on. And, and you know what you can do, Megan? You can say, and play volume five. So it doesn't wake up the whole fucking house. 
Okay, we'll keep on rolling on. Another TV, Winona Ryder. Oh, yes. Now, she was... Shoplifting. Massive. <laughs> well, that's what it, that's what ended yeah. it. So in the 80s and the 90s, she was massive. Heather's, yeah. Edward Penis Hands, Beetlejuice. <laughs> was she in the Penis Hands one? Yeah, she was in Penis Hands. Well, that was the end. That was after the shoplifting. Yeah. She did heaps. She was, she she was, was massive. really big. She was really big, massive. Think, yeah. Winona Ryder. Huge. And then obviously fell off the earth, got caught shoplifting. She was poison. But then shot back to fame as Joyce Byers in mm. Stranger Things. Yep. Which is a quality TV show. Yep. Love it. And cannot wait for season five, which is the last season. Yeah, it needs to be the last. It is going to be the last. Better be. Very, very good. We're not in writer, back where she belongs. But I think the greatest acting comeback of all time, 1994, Pulp Fiction. Oh, right, mm. yes. John Travolta. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino, who the studio didn't want him. He said, nah, he's the guy. Yep. And... Probably started a second half of the career, which is unparalleled. He became an absolute superstar again. Yep. After what he did in the seventies and the very early eighties, he made a couple of bad, bad movies. A lot in the of bad eighties. Oh, he? mate. He no, and, and even he's done know, bad movies anyway. Yeah. Like all the way through, he still did bad movies. But no, but he was in some. I mean, he was in Staying Alive. He was in yeah. Grease. Like yeah. he did some Saturday really Night big Fever. Hits. Saturday yeah. Night Fever. Yeah, he was massive. Blowout, which is excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's done some really good movies. Breathless. Finny Barbarino. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and welcome back, Cotter. Yeah, but his run that he did after Pulp Fiction for probably a good fifteen years was that look who's look who, look well he'd done look who's talking in the nineties that's okay, all he'd that done was pretty big that was, 80, yeah. that was 87 but that's all he'd done yeah. okay yeah. the first one was big yeah but then it was really 94 when he got brought back as Vincent yeah. Vega. No, Vincent Vega was when he came back and then after that he did face off swordfish face off yeah and and he and he plays the bad guy so well. Yep. He does. Like, he does. Yep. All right, that's it. I've got a couple of notables though. I've got Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Oh yeah. I've got Eddie Murphy in Dolomite Is My Name, which is a great movie. Yeah. Really, really good. And I've got Keanu Reeves, John Wick. Yeah, I I, I think you could add Drew Barrymore in there as well, possibly. Yeah, yeah. After she went. Yeah, after child alcoholism. Yep. Yeah, she was she was huge, and Neil then Neil Patrick Harris. He's a good yeah, one. Like he was Doogie. Good, yeah, he was Doogie. He then was, he came back. Yep, as oh, Barney well, Stinson, Star, Starship yep. Troopers. Well, Starship Troopers. Yeah. But yeah. but his role in that wasn't huge. You know, no. that was a it was a Barney Stinson role. that uh, Barney was. Yeah, yeah, it was a comeback. But he did. I guess he did a lot of stage. Like he's a he's yeah, a, he's, he's, a, a, he's a triple threat. He's a, he's a demo. He's well, a demo. He doesn't make cakes though, like me. No, he doesn't. There's no way he can do cake art. There's no way he has the the cake art potential that you do. No, that's right. All right. Well, that's it for. What, is, what are we doing? So that's it for F. Film School for F Wits. We're going to move into a very special kick-ass credit song. Oh, this is going to be special. This will be special. Uh, and we're going to go back to one of the original pre-Stan Bush. Well, we're going to do our own take on it. Pre-Stan Bush would have been about 13 when this song came out. And so Stan Bush would have been looking at the first, you know, hair on his ball sack. And this song <laughs> was already out. Yeah. If this this song's in the movie, if you missed it, now you're going to get a real taste of it. Yeah. So this is the original, and we're going to do it as a uh, as a choir, basically. And yeah, well, it's a, it's a barbershop trio. Yeah, that's we're going to do as a barbershop trio. <laughs> yeah. we're, from, we're, from Skokie, Illinois. We are from Skokie, Illinois. We're going to do a barbershop trio. Let's get our lyrics, and uh, we we'll have to count it in. Okay, so here's a very special kick-ass credit song by the Skokie, Illinois barbershop trio of the Avengers. And here we go. 
Tony Stark makes you feel He's a cool exec with a heart of steel As Iron Man all jets ablaze He's fighting and smiting with repulsor rays Amazing armor, that's Iron Man Amazing power, that's Iron Man <laughs> There we go that Now that's the original 1966 Iron Man theme And done justice too Oh, better. That, that's yeah. going to sound way better in our headphones. <laughs> but we out. actually, I actually think we may get done, and uh, copyright. We might get copyrighted here. It'll it be, was that good. It'll be critically acclaimed. I know that for a fact. When you have a songbird of your generation <laughs> yeah, and backing vocals, you, you know, yeah, you know, you, it's going to be special. I, I, I felt it. Your voice, it just cut through. Like it really did. We were just sort of like passengers. Yeah, it I was. felt like I was outside myself and floating. <laughs> you were a combination of Jesus. <laughs> And dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh. star of the show. And we'll start with you, Damo. Who you got? I'm going for Robert Downey Jr. Yes. He killed it. Yeah. Um, billionaire, genius, funny. Yeah, great role. I, I thought he did such a bloody good job in this. Yep. G-Man? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. for me, I mean, he... He's just got the smooth moves in this movie. He, this role really suits him. Smooth and operator. Smooth, smooth operator. operator. Coast to coast, LA to Chicago. Yeah, look, I I am the agree guy here. And I agree with all two of you. And it's definitely Robert Downey yeah. Jr. He puts the MCU on his back. And carries it for eleven years. Yep. Without him, I don't think it works. As as good as as good as uh, the other the other yep. characters along the way, Captain America and Thor, and brilliantly casted all the way through. Yep, it's Tony Stark. It's Robert Downey Jr. This this movie really has one star. I mean, the others are, are all bit parts. Absolutely. You know, Pepper, yeah. Pepper no. Potts is only in it for a small part. Yep. Rhodey's not a huge role. No. Obadiah Stone's not in it no. for the first half of the movie, really. Yep. 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 You know, so there's no one that he, he is really the focal point of the whole thing. Absolutely. So, and he but, crushes but it. But he is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, he's always been an amazing actor. Even when he was young, I mean, he was 100%. so he was so talented. He went off the rails, which was a shame because I think Dan, everybody knew that he did, was I think know, Dan yeah. said that last week he, he one of his great roles when he played Charlie Chapman, who was a relation to Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's his cousin. It is his cousin. It's oh, Tracy right. Tracy Chapman's brother. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's got a very fast car. car. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a ticket to anywhere. Wow. Okay. So look, there's no doubt Iron Man sets the stage for what becomes one of the great eleven years of cinema. Don't have to love all the movies, but I think you have to appreciate what this movie did and what it allowed to happen. If this movie fails, there's no MCU. But this movie doesn't, and we are treated to 11 years and 22 movies. As a whole, pretty fucking special. Hugely successful. Even the, the crap billions, ones successful. Billions and billions yep. of dollars. Yep. What we're seeing now from the MCU, it's you can't compare it to what happened in Phase 1 through 3. No. Incredible. Culminating in, obviously, Avengers Endgame, which, you know, I've said it many times. I cried. Yes. Quite a lot. Let's move into uh, the rank bank. Got a few things here. Obviously, love your feedback. Tonight, billionaire playboy philanthropists, cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. incredible underground workshops. It is, yeah. Ironic weapons of mass destruction. The Jericho. 
forgettable one-night stands, patient assistance, and backstabbing corporate scumbags. Jeez. I, I've got something different. I like cool execs with a heart of steel. That's just me. Oh, that's And a good that's one. what it's going to be, Matthew Gowan, and that's why you're here. Cool execs He's with a heart. a cool heart. exec with a heart, heart of steel. It's, and it's actually hard O steel too. Hard O steel. Hard O steel. Okay, so then, Gow, yeah, how many cool execs with a hard O steel are you giving Iron Man? This is a good movie out of the Marvel. As I said, not a big Marvel guy. It's um, it's a, it's a good movie. RDJ is great in it. There's a lot of hang lot on a of minute. Leaps. Hang on a minute. How's that the first time we've used that in this uh, podcast? RDJ. RDJ. I said oh, it. I said it earlier. RDJ there. No, I said it earlier. But Did you? Yeah. Got, yeah. Just got. I must have been. I must have been producing. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's a look. Good Marvel movie. He's really good in it. It's a great start to the franchise. It's not my cup of tea. There's a few big leaps in this movie. For me, you like I'm, real movies, like I, Field I of Dreams. Say, me and Goobs, we like real <laughs> movies. We love real movies. Not really in the Marvel. Shout out to you, cowboy. Yes, from Walker. Um, <laughs> good old Walker Nathan. Fucking Shout out, mate. Um, I'm going to give it three. Three execs with a hardest deal. Fuck a duck, yeah. Okay, that's harsh. Demo. Yeah, well, this is uh, my highlight for Marvel. I I love the whole backstory, the training. The weakest part for me is the actual fighting with the baddie. And that's what I think, for me, all fighting shows do kind of bore me. I actually enjoy the backstory. You like the character the development. And I love that sort of stuff. Far better than just watching fights that mean nothing. That, that just repetition, punch, you punch, I punch, you punch. Yeah. There's not a lot of stakes me. in this fight at the end, I must say. No. We don't really know what the stakes are. No, no but there's stakes all through it. So yeah. I so for me this is my favorite um Marvel yep. movie. Um actually is X-Men a Marvel? No. No, yeah. it's not MCU. It's, no, it's not, but it's, L- that's a different yeah. different franchise. But yeah, Move but on. but yeah, Iron Man, I love it. It's 4.5. Oh good. Nice. Nice. Okay, this uh this isn't my favorite MCU movie. It's definitely in the top tier. It would be in the top 7, I think. But without it, we don't get the rest. So I bow down at the knees of the cool exec with a heart of steel. Mm-hmm. This gets 4.25 for me. Now, G-Man, how are you going with this tonight? Uh, this brings us in at 3.92 cool execs with a heart of steel. Like um, right below Commando at 3.94 elaborate European <laughs> flat tops. And right above 3.81 strong sides with Remember the Titans. And that brings wow. us in to... 34th spot on the rankings. Okay. Okay. It's a, gee, and that's 3.9 and that's 34th. Yeah. God, yeah well, you've got above it, you've got Commando, Crocodile Dundee, Beverly Hills Cop. Right below it, you've got the something at Mary, Avatar, Molly's Game. Molly's Game has slid down the rankings. Yeah, I, I personally, you've let the team down here, yeah. Can I say? You've done a morgues. I think three's harsh, but I get it. I think three's harsh. Yeah, but if you, I mean, if you're not into comic books, yeah, no, I get it. It's like, oh, shit. Well, you know, well, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, Sloan can't call him tonight. No, the agree guy. No, well, but I, it's the same. But look, a lot of these movies have the same formula, right? Yeah. Like, guy at the start gets in trouble. Someone, someone either you know, he has he has something wrong with his childhood, or somebody <laughs> betrays him, and then he yeah, has to come sure. back, and then he gets beaten up, and then he comes back and and wins the day. So. Absolutely. But so, if if I was here last week, 
I would have. You would have jumped I on Goodwill. I would have been the complete opposite yeah. to you guys. Well, that's oh, why. Morgs, that's Morgs didn't give Goodwill Hunting a go. He gave it three point two five, I think, or three point yeah. five, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he did, wasn't yeah, too high. Like that, yeah, yeah. Dan does suck though. We know that. Okay, so if you loved Iron Man, mm. what are you going to love? This isn't particularly difficult. Well, any, anything in that universe, right? Yep. There's, there's not a lot. I, I was trying to think of things outside of that. It's very difficult. It's to, very difficult to come yeah, up with something that's outside I think a superhero movie. Yeah. Damo will have something good, surely. Well, you know, Whitey brought up a, a TV show the other week for his, if you like. Yeah, this. for sure. Yeah. and But I'd, I'd already done a TV because I did yeah. my notes a while ago. Because so, what you do. Okay, so think about a, a genius, someone who's resourceful, uh, improvisation skills. Dim for strokes. Uh, 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 MacGyver. No. Oh, yeah. oh. Mate, if he was in that cave, he could have made that same suit with two paddle pop sticks, a stick of gum. <laughs> and a thumbtack. Yeah, you're he right. He would have made the exact same th- suit. You're right. You're so right. MacGyver, mate, yeah. You're he's, right. he's there. He's the same as Tony Stark. He is. He's, uh, he's the 80s Tony Stark. You could go yeah. the greatest American hero. <laughs> Believe it or not, George isn't at home. <laughs> yeah. Joey Scarborough. Okay, I have, well, obviously, I think the only two movies which are of similar ilk as an origin story are Guardians 1 and Black Panther. If you like, If you haven't seen them, uh, go and watch them. I'm sure everyone essentially probably has. If you haven't been living under a rock for the last <laughs> 20 years. Gal, you seen Guardians 1 and Black Panther? I have seen Guardians 1. I have not seen Black Panther. Okay. Black I, like, I like Guardians 1. Yeah, Guardians 1 is good, good fun. I just watched Guardians 3. Very good. Spoke about that last week. Yeah, Luke cried. cried. Uh, oh, you, I didn't cry. Luke no. did. Never cried in a movie as much as Guardians. <laughs> All right, another good episode comes to a close here. Iron Man, the the first start in the MCU. What we get to next in the MCU, nobody knows. But I'm sure it'll be a little while away before we get to something. Now, next week, we have got something pretty special. Mm. In honour of the late, great Olivia Newton-John, Flying. who would have been gone for one year next week. Wow. That's gone very quickly. Super yeah. Sorely missed... An Australian legend. We're doing Greece. Yeah. I've got chills. And they're, <laughs> they're multiplying. multiplying. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you're gonna have to set the overs high on this one. This is huge, this overs. Yeah. Well, it's it's I don't know, because watching the whole movie or just watching all the songs on film clips and uh, no, no, it's, and I think it's I think it. it's gotta be you've gotta Full be movie. it's gotta be yeah. no, it doesn't it has to be a movie. It can't be you've gone to YouTube and watched uh yeah, for inspo. No, that's right. You can't get inspo of hopelessly devoted to you, right? Uh, <laughs> look at me, I'm Sandra yeah. D. Yeah, look, this one got a massive run in my house Mate, with my sisters when I was Come on, young. as a kid after school, I must have watched this yeah. fucking hundreds of times. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon I listened to it. Yeah, I reckon thousands. Not not watched it, but yeah. listened to the actual album. Yeah, I could almost quote this movie verbatim. I'd say, yeah, like yeah. I've seen and it you know what? Times. Just timeless. My son watched it. Isabel is massively in love with it. Yeah, she. If I said I want to watch Grease, she'd be all over it. Yep, right. She loves it. So, Sandy, Danny, <laughs> I thought you got back to Australia. <laughs> yeah. A rocking, a rolling. Uh, it's just a whatnot. <laughs> Mate, one of the great one of the great rites of passage as a as a young kid. Something that I think every house owned the the VCR of this, the video cassette was done. There would have been tracking marks all over it. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the great movies. Oh, this For is sure. gonna, this is going to be a lot of fun. We'll be able to pick the shit out of this. 
and uh, I'm sure we're not going to be singing. I'm sure there'll be no singing in any no. of the podcast. I can't and imagine any breakouts into tune <laughs> with this movie. One of the great things, it's going to be a true Born to Watch four-way. Yeah. Dan will be back on the crew, and it should be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to see with his background what he thinks of Greece. His background? Yeah. As a... T-Bird. Well, as T-Bag. As a, as a stage. As a T-Bag. As a stage performer. Damo is going to be the true expert in this area. Uh, he's I'll, obviously, I'll uh, check the choreo. There'll be a bit of choreo feedback, I'm sure. I've obviously spent a bit of time on stage myself. Mm. Gao can tell us what's happening in the background with the trees. The shrubs. Shrub. Yeah. I'll be definitely looking for my Letterman jacket to wear next week. Oh, okay, yeah. So we have to try and or wear a, a T-Bird. Or a T-Bird's uh, jacket. We need to, we'll be dressing up. There will be stuff going out on the socials. Guys, keep following us there. Share to your friends. Please give us a review on Spotify and Apple. Spread the love. Just yep. like Sandy spreaded it on that beach. She did. Did they? Get, did they? Oh, who knows? Oh, no, I'm sure she would have. She got a comeuppance. She yeah. was an Australian. An Australian girl in the 50s, she yeah. was giving it out. <laughs> she was giving it out. No doubt. Okay, guys, been a pleasure. On that note, Tony Stark makes you feel he's a cool exec with a heart of steel. As Iron Man, old jets are blaze. He's fighting and smiting with repulsor rays. Amazing armor, that's Iron Man. A blazing power, that's Iron Man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favorite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends. 